Hi, everybody. Welcome to Firefox News Online. We are live, large, and in charge here in the Hudson Valley. I'll have the uh, basic opening for you in just a moment. We are experiencing some minor issues, and of course, I'm not fully ready to go on camera yet, and unfortunately, some people got a surprise on watching on camera, but that's okay. Uh, you'll live if you don't go blind first. Uh, But as always, it's a work in progress. Just bear with me. Uh, I'm exhausted. I really should have just canceled tonight, but. Unfortunately, I didn't, or fortunately, depending on how you look at it. All right. So what do you say we get this puppy started with the opening that we normally utilize here? And stuff. And stuff. Let's see here. Uh... Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So far, so good. Yeah, here goes nothing. Cross your fingers. This should work, I hope. Welcome to Firefox News Online, America's number one internet radio and internet video broadcast. The rules are very simple. No personal attacks, threats, or hate speech will be tolerated at any time. If you commit to these acts, you will be removed from the chat room. And if we're using a phone line, the same rules apply. Also, bear in mind that this is a roundtable discussion format. So please, no cross-talking during the broadcast. And finally... The views and opinions that will be expressed in this broadcast are that of the host and those who call in and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of anyone else or this broadcasting service. The use of media materials is protected by the Fair Use Clause of the U.S. Copyright Act of 1976, which allows for the rebroadcast of copyrighted materials for the purposes of commentary, criticism, and education. Firefox News Online Productions and its news division adhere to the criteria of the Fair Use Clause 100% across the board. And now, on with tonight's broadcast.
pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. And now, America, it is time for Talking Points. The views and opinions expressed in Talking Points are that of the host and the host alone, and do not reflect the views and opinions of anyone else for this broadcasting service. Uh, once again, welcome to Firefox News Online, live on the multiple broadcast platforms of the Firefox News Online Broadcasting Network. Ah, uh, yes. I've got a few choice comments in my talking points tonight. Comments based on the story that I brought to your attention just the other evening. Now, I'm sure many of you who were watching and or listening recently, how I brought up the information regarding the uh, House Intelligence Committee Chairman, Adam Schiff, and his connection to Ukraine. Well, that's starting to get momentum. Not in the mainstream media yet, but it's getting there. I mean, it's getting there. Hold on a second, folks. All right. Hopefully this microphone is still working. It just hit a hard surface. And I don't know if it has a hum or not or whatever the case is. All right. Here we go. Now, Adam Schiff... Surprisingly enough, has ties to Ukraine through a Ukrainian arms dealer. Why is this important? Why is this relevant to what is going on currently in the political realms? It is relevant because everybody's trying to say how President Trump has committed bribery and high crimes and or misdemeanors, but no proof has been offered. But yet, oh, oh, this is, well, this is yet
a big problem for Adam Schiff. But apparently he's, Schiff has been exposed after a re, the re, this report that revealed disturbing ties within his own committee. Yeah, that's going to be a big problem for Mr. Schiff. In fact, it will provide Mr. Schiff with an unfortunate situation. A very unfortunate situation, which he's going to have to explain. Only I doubt very much he's going to be able to explain it because how do you explain? How do you explain ties to a Ukrainian arms dealer? He'll deny it, of course. But now, there's also the staffer. Remember the staffer that got linked to the think tank that was funded by Burisma? Well, apparently now there's another shift committee staffer linked to this think tank funded by Burisma. Now, it's strange. Bear with me, folks. I have been having a, I've had a rough day. I, I, I had, I've had a really rough day today, uh, health-wise, and a rough day all the way around. I'm just a little, unfortunately, tired as hell, and I'm trying to also catch my breath so this staffer I mean why not But according to Breitbart, as it turns out, Schiff's House Intelligence Committee has at least two staffers that are tied to a think tank partially funded by Burisma Holdings. Okay? So the Ukraine energy company that, you know, paid an obscene amount of cash to Vice President Biden's son, Hunter, now, basically, while this while Biden was the Obama administration's point man for Ukraine policy, you know, not exactly a, a no-brainer 
Now, one of the staffers apparently is uh, a friend of Eric Ciramella, the person who is suspected of being the whistleblower behind this whole impeachment effort of uh, the Democrats. So basically what it comes down to is this. According to Breitbart, the uh, IC staffer, uh, his name is, the, the staffer's name is Sean Misko, uh, signed on with the Democrat-run panel back in August, uh, round about the time the whistleblower filed their complaint with the intelligence community, IG, about, a, about the phone call between Trump and Zelensky. Okay? So Breitbart is saying that Misko, back in 2015, was a Millennium Fellow for the Atlantic Council. Uh, This is a think tank that's partially funded by Burisma Holdings, which, of course, which which is basically uh, you know, has connections to Hunter Biden. Okay? Bottom line. It's bottom line. Okay? Now, Burisma, okay, according to um, some of the reports that we've been hearing of late, I'm sure you've heard this as well, uh, uh, just like I have, that Hunter Biden uh, was paid by Burisma Holdings a $50,000 per month salary to serve on its board from April of 2014 until April of 2019, right? Think about this, folks. That's a nice little nest egg to get paid. $50,000 a month for a year. Uh, Let me see here. I'm going to do the fuzzy math on this. Uh, Let me see now. Uh, Let's see here. $50,000 times 12 months. That's six hundred thousand dollars for a year. That's a year's salary of six hundred thousand big ones. Okay. Hmm. Now wait a minute. And he was on the board of directors at Barisma Holdings. Ooh. Well, now this does get a little bit, just a little bit more intense because Misko is the second IC staffer to have ties to the Atlantic Council. Hmm. Curiouser and curiouser, folks. Curiouser and curiouser. Now, Thomas Ager was another member of the Intelligence Committee staff. Also, apparently, is a, is connected with the Atlantic Councils. 
Eurasia, Congressional Fellowship. Another Burisma Holdings deal. This program uh, educates staff on current events in the Eurasia region. Okay. Now, during the 2016 election, bear in this mind, folks, according to Breitbart, other funders of the Atlantic Council included, brace yourselves, here's a nice little package of pony-ups, Google, liberal billionaire George Soros, Open Society Network, and the law firm of Perkins Co., which represented the Hillary Clinton campaign in hiring Fusion GPS, the opposition research firm that produced the Steele dossier. <laughs> oh, this is getting more and more interesting by the minute, isn't it, folks? Just a little bit more interesting. Well, back in October, uh, Breitbart News had reported that Eger was part of the Atlantic Council trip to Ukraine in August that included a meeting with acting ambassador to Ukraine, Bill Taylor. That name should sound familiar because last week he was one of the Witnesses in the impeachment inquiry hearings. And who was also, in November, a key witness, like I said, in Schiff's impeachment hearings. Yes, I couldn't help but repeat that. <laughs> but there you go so far with that. Oh, see, see how all this is starting to come together, folks? You see where I'm, where this is going? Where, wow. Ties to Soros, Open Society Network, the law firm that represented Hillary Clinton's campaign in the hiring of Fusion GPS, the company that re, the, re, the people that research and produce the Steele dossier. Oh, this is so. Oh, hello, nurse. It's starting to make sense, isn't it? Think about it, folks. Uh, now, before working for the House Intelligence Committee, Misko was the director for the Gulf states at the National Security Council from 2015 to mid-2018. And this is according to the Washington Examiner. See a pattern developing here? Look at that year, that beginning year, 2015. Who was in the Oval Office holding it hostage in 2015? Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> it's starting to make sense. And I don't think anybody, not a one 
person in the Democratic Party wants this information to see the light of day, but he's seeing the light of day. Ah. Now, at the time, Ciramella, Eric Ciramella, now an analyst with the CIA, was also part of the NCAA. The NSC. Yes, he was part of the National Security Council. So, Schiff already acknowledged that his staff contacts, that his staff's contacts with the uh, whistleblower were closer than he let on. If Ciramella really is the whistleblower, and attorneys for the whistleblower have never denied it, which they haven't, sounds like those contacts were closer than previously reported. So, according to uh, a report from the Washington Examiner, a former NSC Official described as senior to Ciramella said that my understanding was that they were friendly with one another. They would walk around the halls, get lunch together, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh. This person also said that they were very much cut from the same cloth and that their friendship was bro-like. So, the question then is, who is the, who's in, who's the lead role player here? Okay, who's the who's the person in charge of this whole idiocy? Can only be one person, Adam Schiff. Seriously, can only be one person, and that's Adam Schiff. Um, obviously, this is information you know the mainstream media will not talk about. And quite frankly, they should. Hashtag FFNOP, hashtag FFNOP. Please. Do trend this broadcast globally on social media right now. With that having been said, it's time for the rest of the story. 347-945-5747. Dial those digits and join us on the broadcast tonight. Now, of course, I I forgot to open up my switchboard. Of course, I've tried several times to do that now, and it 
just kept bouncing back to the login. Now we're cooking with gas. Of course, standing by on the phone lines, Gunslinger is in the house. So, Gun, what did you think, man? What do you think of that little bit of eye-opening news? Well, it's like I've always said. It's like a big spider web, okay? These people are interconnected with each other. And the reason that I understand it so fucking perfectly the way I understand it is because I was in the electrical trade for, you know, 20, a little over 20 years. You got to look at it like you took a little electrical, George, is what you said. You look, you got to look at it like your breaker box is your is your is the home. We call them home runs. They go back to the home, which is the breaker box of individual circuits. Okay. Mm-hmm. You may have a hundred circuits leaving those panels. Okay, and one may go to the attic, one may go to the, to the basement, one may go out to the pump house for your well, but you can't see the the panel box. You can't see it because there's walls between you and the home breaker box, and this is the same thing. <clears throat> it's they, it's like a it's like a clusterfuck, I guess if you want to call it. Who's the who's the top dog in these clusterfucks? Is it George Soros? Is it is it Hillary Dillery and Doc? Okay, but one of them is the big home run. Okay, and all of these branch circuits are connected to the home run, back to the panel, okay? So, simple understanding like that, okay, times it by a million, okay? Then there's, this is what you got. Hunter Biden made, what he was there for, what, three years? Uh, that's a million, over a million and a half bucks salary and didn't know what the fuck he was doing. Give me that job, please, right now. I'll take that job right now, Okay. At least I probably know what the fuck I'm doing. Okay. So, uh, wow. Over a million and a half. In, in, wow. Geez. And that's just the type of the iceberg. You know, it's, you know, oh, man, this, 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 it's like a big, it's like a, it's like a, a tree in, in the, in the, in the computer. All these programs are running. It's based all off of Windows, but it's all these sub-programs that you see. Look up the tree of the, in the task manager. All these things are sub off this main thing called Windows. Same thing again. Okay? They're all connected. They may not see direct line of sight with each other, but they're all connected. And that's exactly what these are. The Soros Foundation, the Clinton Foundation, all these big fucking anti-government, anti-American, liberal, democratic bullshit, somehow they are all intertwined with each other, just like the big spider web. Mr. Mrs. Spider may sit right there in the middle, but way up there in that corner, if a fucking bug hits it, a fucking spider's on that bug like stink on shit, okay? And the same thing here. It's just, instead of a bug, it's money, okay? Because that's what they're after. That's why they're greedy. That's why they're evil. So... There you have it. Very simple. The well goes deep. Trust me. Well, I think um, I think what it really says to me is um, with all of these connection points. Okay, Soros and his uh, open 
uh, Open Society Network, and of course, uh, you know the connection with with the Clinton lawyer. Okay. Who had who was connected to the uh, Fusion GPS? Uh, who did the uh, who, who was part of the Steele dossier business? Tells me that they're all interconnected. It's all interconnected. Schiff, his staff, the whistleblower, the Clintons, Soros, all of them. It's all one big motherfucking hit against Donald Trump. Why is this so fucking hard to see? What is the why why is Fox News sitting on it? Now you've got Breitbart putting it out there. And they're they're not no, they're not small potatoes. Okay? They're not small potatoes. Now, I know from personal experience what it's like to get stabbed in the back, figuratively speaking, of course. And that's what they're doing to Donald Trump, the president. They're stabbing in the back. Okay. I mean, all this shit is con- there's connections, connections, connections. It all goes back to Soros, Clinton, the DNC. I don't know, man. How can how, how can the, how, how can the American people be blind like this? How can the American people be so blind as to not see what's going on? And all this stuff, all this information is getting out there. Even if it's not on the mainstream media, it's still getting out there, and yet they're ignoring it. Why? Makes no sense to me. Go ahead. Oh. Well, yeah. I mean, it, it, well, yeah, like I said, it's just, like I said a while ago, just reiterate real quick what I said. It's all interconnected, okay? <clears throat> it's one big happy family. It's a very big happy corrupt family, but it's one big happy family. You know, uh, uh, let me scratch your back, you know, I'll scratch yours, and, you know, this, you know, this little favoritism and all this shit. This is what goes on with these fucking people, okay? That's why it's so hard. To, it will be so difficult, maybe eventually, to bring these motherfuckers down, but it's going to take a long time because they've become so intertwined with each other. It's like now, instead of the spider web being made out of something that you can just poke your finger through, now it's going to take some dynamite to get through it. Okay? You're a blast now. We're going to have to blast now, baby. Okay? 
and it's been going on for decades and decades and decades. Okay, so it's, this is nothing new. So this is how the Clintons have become so powerful. This is how Soros has become so powerful. Pig Losey, too, for that matter. They started out little peons at one time, okay? <clears throat> but just like when you put a seed in the ground, you want to be a tree? Well, you put a seed there first, don't you? Okay, and then all of a sudden, the little tree will sprout up. And over the few next few years, you'll see it grow and grow and grow until it gets into a big tree. Well, it didn't take overnight, did it? Fuck no, but it had to start with a seed. And then now you see this gigantic tree up there. Like, now what the fuck am I going to do with it? That's what these people are. They started small, little bitty seeds, but now they've been <clears throat> been able to manipulate the system is what they do, okay? They know the ins. They know the outs. They know the game, okay? Just like I said before, the Democrats, <clears throat> yeah, they're stupid in a way, but in a way they're smart because these dickhead motherfuckers like Piglosi and Shitty Schiffer and, and Chuck the Fuck and all them, them idiots, they've been there since fucking – Dinosaurs roamed the earth. Their parents was probably one of the fucking dinosaurs. I wouldn't be a bit surprised. Okay, so when you have no people that's been there so long, well, wouldn't you know the game too? I think so. Go ahead. Well, I think um, I think when when you stop to think when you stop to think about all the the ties and all the connections. Uh, that that they're starting to come together. Uh, when you look at the way things are, are are starting to unravel, okay, um, you you can't help but question. You really can't help but question how deep this all is. Okay, because the deep state, notwithstanding, you got billionaires like George Soros throwing their money around and, and interfering in the election. Uh, earlier tonight, or, well, earlier today, I should say, on my cell phone, I got I, I got a it was hours hours old. I hate I hate it when when Twitter says. So and so just tweeted, and when you open it up, it's like ten hours old. They didn't just tweet that shit. That that fucking shit's like like half a, like like eight to ten hours old. But I pull up the information. Okay. And I look at it for what it is. Now. Of course, it would be nice if uh, Twitter opened here. There we go. Let's see here. All right. Senator Schumer. I'll use this as a prime example. Putin, this is from Senator Schumer. He says... Putin interfered in our 2016 elections. Putin is interfering in our 2020 elections. Really? That's interesting. He goes on to say in this tweet, so why is Senator Mitch McConnell blocking tough sanctions in our defense bill on foreign nations 
like Russia, who interfere in our elections. Well, I couldn't let that one go. I said, Mr. Schumer, I know you won't answer this question for my audience, but I'll ask it anyway. What proof do you have, you personally have, that the Russians are interfering in our 2020 election when it's not even 2020 yet? I could have included the question of, Tell me, Mr. Schumer, are you clairvoyant? Are you Karnak the Great? Where you hold up an envelope to your fucking forehead and go, Putin, 2020, election. Yeah. So there's there there you have this US Senate dickhead that doesn't know his ass from his elbow. Okay. Uh, But it gets even more curious. Okay. And Iggy Mom is mentioned in this tweet as someone receiving the reply from Brigitte Gabrielle who raises this bit of curiosity. If the reports about Representative Ilhan Omar are true, we have a major problem. It's Nancy Pelosi who put Omar on the Foreign Affairs Committee. This is a treasonous level offense. Passing sensitive information onto Qatar with the information making its way to Iran. Investigator. Investigate her. Well, I had to bring this up with uh, Brigitte in a tweet in response to her. I said, Brigitte, if this is the case, you'll never see an investigation into into Representative uh, Representative Omar Because as far as the Democrats are concerned, it never happened, I'm sure. Well, guess what? (laughs) That's exactly the way the Democrats will look at it. It's like Van Jones's nothing burger. Or take the line out of police squad. Nothing to see here. Please disperse. Nothing to see here. The corrupt deep state. That's what it boils down to, Gunslinger. It's the deep state corruption at its finest. The swamp is so murky, it's getting retarded. What do you think? 
Well, yeah, it's getting. Well, it's it's, it's going be it's going beyond retard retardation. I mean, no doubt about it. I mean, this is getting. Well, like I said, this is getting boring. This is getting stupid. It's, I mean, the list goes on and on and on. They have no evidence. They never did. They're not going to have any evidence. They're just doing this just to spite Trump. Okay, that's all they're doing. Okay, <clears throat> they're. A key witnesses just all of a sudden just blowing away like smoke in the wind. Okay, so <clears throat> it's a laugh. It's, it's they're laughable. Like I said, they're getting even more laughable. The more they keep this shit up, which they'll probably try to keep it up until 2020, I'm sure. Okay, and while nothing else in the country gets done except Trump's doing it. Okay, man, I'm telling you. <clears throat> These people need to go. When they're up for re-election, they need to go. In fact, they need to be brought up on charges. Okay, will that happen? I don't know. Maybe, hopefully. But as long as they're in their mode of, well, we're going to try to fuck Trump around. Well, trying to fuck him around is fucking the damn country up. Okay? But, again, they're so stupid that they can't see it, but they're on that political side that, well, we got to get rid of this guy. I mean, if we don't get rid of him... He's going to get rid of us. You ever thought about it that way? <laughs> yeah. They know. They know. Go ahead. Whoops, no audio. Hello. Hello. Okay. It would help if I turned my mic back on. I had to, I had a, I was having a sneezing fit. Sorry about that. Uh really sucks when when it, I'm sitting here and all of a sudden my nose starts twitching and itching and I'm like, "Oh, fuck, not now." So I turned off my microphone so I didn't Sneeze people's ear ear head ears off. I can't show this image on uh, on camera, unfortunately. But uh, a friend of mine uh, posted a an image that's that that's a clickable link to. A page which unfortunately I cannot access for some stupid reason. A little something to to chew on because look what's happening in our country today because of the deep state. Root causes for the fall of the Roman Empire. Tell me if this sounds familiar to you, gunslinger. Open borders, corrupt politicians, loss of common language, the welfare state, violent entertainment, decline of morality, decline in fertility rate, rise in pedophilia, unchecked debauchery, class warfare, 
unbearable taxation, outsourcing, trade deficits, exploding debt, money devaluation, military cuts, terrorist attacks. Does that sound kind of familiar? Because, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't, isn't there something about the fall of the Roman Empire that vaguely sounds familiar to what this country was facing under Obama and the deep state? Tell me, Gunn. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. Yeah, absolutely correct. Oops, I hear a repeat. Well, it sure ain't me. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Hang on a second. My headphones are ready. So let me uh, make the incredible switch to my headphones. Okay, video side's good. Now let's see here. Click on that. Now we'll do this and boink. Okay, now there should be no doubling or repeating. I hope. Test, test. Okay, it's gone. Ah. See what a good, uh, what a nice, healthy set of Bluetooth headphones can do for for a broadcast. Makes it easy. <laughs> oh. All right. So, yeah, I mean, look at what we're, what we faced under Obama. Open borders, corrupt politicians, which we're dealing with anyway, even in even with Trump in the office. Okay, because we've got corrupt politicians in the Congress and a few in the Senate. All right, loss of common language. It seems English has become the secondary language in America. And I challenge anybody to tell me otherwise or prove me wrong, but how many times have, has anyone called a company, whether you're doing business with them currently or, or places you're calling for the first time, how many times have you encountered, for English, press one? For habla español, número dos. How many times have you encountered that? That's what the loss of common language is all about. The welfare state. Uh, yeah, Gunn, what are you doing? Oh, sorry about that. Uh, crunching up a little water bottle, a little plastic water bottle is always crunching <laughs> I can hear that, believe it or not. Well, I'm wearing headphones, don't forget. So 
It's more noticeable with the headphones than it is with regular speakers. Now, I just thought it was kind of funny because as soon as I said the welfare state, that's when the crunching of the bottle hit. Then I'm like, oh, it's shit. Made it, made it sound. That's it, made, it was a perfect sound effect for that moment. I'll tell you that, man. It was. Uh, violent entertainment. What's being put in our movie theaters? What's going on television? Violent entertainment. Decline of morality. Okay, pretty easy, pretty straightforward to to put two and two together on. Think about it. Our moral compass, our moral center as a as a nation, is being literally thrown out the window. Okay. It's going out the window. Where is the where is the moral upbringing that our that, that our young people are supposed to be getting? They're not getting it. Earlier today, uh, my friend whose car I drive on occasion, uh, the car broke down in the Rite Aid parking lot. So we're waiting for AAA to show up. And these young people are hanging out outside the uh, doors of the Rite Aid. And the girls are dressed like common street trollops. Okay? The, 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 Hey, listen, I know I swear, but these, these kids, every other word out of their mouth was fuck this, fuck that, fuck, 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 fuck. Um, and I heard, thankfully, my friend had gone in to use the restroom. but the, I heard the guy turn to, to, to a couple of these girls and, and, tell, and express to them his deep desire to do something to them sexually. And I'm not going to say what this what this kid had to say because that would ruin my PG-13 rating. Suffice to say, these girls were being made an offer that any girl, any decent girl, would hopefully refuse. It's the kind of talk you don't do on public, out in the public eye. So yeah, our moral the our moral values are being eroded. Okay? That's where the decline of morality falls in. Then of course, um Then of course, there is Decline in fertility rate. Well, I don't know about that so much, so I'll skip that one for the time being. Okay? 
because quite frankly I um, I can't comment on that I mean I could but I won't now You have you have that. And then of course there's uh the rise in pedophilia. Basically the rise in the number of pedophiles out there. All right. Now, I took the liberty of uh, getting a screen capture of this, of what I'm uh, from uh, the what I'm showing, what I'm looking at here. So let me put this up, the screen capture on the uh, let's see here. There we go. So there's also the unchecked debauchery. Okay. How does unchecked debauchery in the fall of the Roman Empire kind of equate to today's society? Let's see. Could the actions of Antifa fall into that category? What do you think, Gunslinger? They call it unchecked debauchery. I would say the physical assaults on 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 Trump supporters, and even people that aren't Trump supporters, but yet they're being attacked by Antifa because Antifa assumes they're Trump supporters. Uh, wouldn't that be? Wouldn't that kind of fall under the category of unchecked debauchery? Well, yeah, I would say, yeah, I would say, okay, yeah, absolutely. Uh, if it's, well, yeah, Antifa and all them idiots and, and you know, it, well, it's just, uh, you just really don't know what to make about all this. I mean, it's just, it's so fantastic that he's sitting there going like, I mean, what the fuck, okay? <clears throat> And you know Antifa and all these these pansy motherfuckers, all these anti-Trumpers and all that stuff. When he gets in there in November this next year, they are going to flip out. They already flipped out one time, but this is going it, this this flip out is going to make 2016 look like a walk in the park. Okay, this is where the this is where the you know what's going to hit the fan. So, mm-hmm. and it's going to be it's going to be hilarious. Yeah. When he wins re-election, and I firmly believe he will win re-election, uh, he they're they're, they're going to wig out, all right. They're going to lose. Their, they're going to wig out, lose their fucking minds. They're going to be. It's it's going to be. That's when I tell people up front, the second the election is over and he's declared the winner. That's when I think everybody should barricade them, barricade themselves in the house, because it ain't going to be safe to walk around outside. 
Well, yeah, it is. If you're carrying a gun, okay. I mean, you can't. Okay, let for those of us who don't carry guns, gun, okay. Oh, I don't know, yeah, but I mean, generally speaking, generally speaking, I mean, you can't let these motherfuckers scare you. I mean, if that's the case, you might as well just cower and in your in your bedroom and never come out again. Okay. I don't. I don't well, do that. I, I have. I have. I have a way to defend myself, and you know what? What I have. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So you know, I will. I will you know, find find and say, "Go ahead, make my day, motherfucker." Oh yeah. I, I'm not. I'm not scared to say, "Hey, I got a 357 Magnum right on my side right now, and it's fully loaded, and I got two speed loaders on my on my gun belt." Okay. That's why. Why do you think I'm called the gunslinger? Okay. I don't carry no goddamn water pistol. <laughs> okay, these are this is the real McCoy. This is this is serious business. This is down, you know. And these people will randomly attack anybody because they're going to go hog wild like crazy animals. Okay, they're going to just just go completely. They're just going to completely lose it. I don't know if you've seen that article there because, like I said, they're animals and considering and they're comparing them to animals. I don't know if you've seen that um, that news article in the FFNO. If this happened in southeast Texas down here, a uh, what do you call the home aid people that come and take care of elderly people in their homes or whatever goes up to this one of these elderly people's couple, and when she gets out of the car, she is attacked by those uh, feral hogs, those wild hogs. Unfortunately, she didn't make it right in their fucking front yard. Yeah, I saw that I article. Mean, I was sure, in fact, I saw that, that? Um, I saw that while I was wow. uh, with my friend with a friend while we were waiting for AAA, and I'm I'm looking at this and I'm going, holy shit! Didn't stand a chance. And then I then, then I had to look up what a what a feral hog was, and I yeah, took one look at the stuff. big motherfucker and ugly. Yeah, them they ugly. <laughs> ugly they fucking big I, and they fucking <laughs> mean. Hey, maybe it was. Are they related related to Piglosi? They're pigs, kind of in the pig family, I guess. <laughs> Probably, but boy, then some bitches are mean. You damn right. And like I said, they don't attack one on one. They attack in packs. Okay, and that's what attacked this lady. Okay, a, a whole pack of them. You see how big them some bitches are. If you go yeah. hunting in the woods, like I said, they're not here in my area, but they're in East Texas and South Texas down here. If you go hunting, say you go deer hunting or something, you better be heavily armed, okay? Or you better know how to climb a fucking tree real fucking fast if you're not. Because them some bitches, they won't give up. They don't They don't give up. They just can, it's like piranha, okay? Once something falls in a, in a water bed or a pool of water that's got piranhas in it, they don't give up, okay? You come out squeaky clean, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Clothes and all. All right, well, getting, let me get back to this uh, comparative that I'm doing here between the fall of the Roman Empire and what happened under Obama's watch. And people, you might just get to understand why I say the deep state has got to be stopped. Unbearable taxation. What do these Democrat nominee motherfuckers want to do? They want to give everybody free Medicare for all, right? Uh, Hold on. 
It's not going to be free. It might be free to someone not paying into the system, but the taxpayers are going to have to pay the pay and put the bill, right? Uh, so it's not free, and that means it'll become unbearable taxation because it's going to cost anywhere and upwards of fifty-two trillion dollars. Wow. That's going to mean a lot of ta- a lot of high taxes and so forth, isn't it? Hmm. Look at the outsourcing that's going that went on under Obama's watch. Okay. All that outsourcing to where? Other countries. Hmm. Trade deficits. Pretty much speaks for itself, don't it? Exploding debt. Helped to lead to the fall of the Roman Empire. Look at the national debt we look at every single day. Right now, the national debt is over. Actually, I'm not even sure what the national debt is. So let me pull up. The debt clock. Hmm. All right, here we go, folks. This is the national debt clock. Now, if you look to the very left-hand side, upper left corner, You'll see, um, you'll see it says U.S. national debt. Current U.S. national debt is $23 trillion, $73 billion, $261 million and counting. The official federal spending, but, spending amount? Four trillion five hundred thirty four billion five hundred and six million dollars and rising. The actual amount is higher slightly. Four trillion seven hundred eighty three billion fifty seven million dollars and rising. The actual U.S. federal budget deficit. The official deficit is one trillion thirty-five billion six hundred twenty-eight million dollars and counting. The actual one trillion two hundred eighty-four billion one hundred seventy-nine million dollars and rising. Okay. Now, get a load of this. The U.S. federal debt to GDP ratio, 1960, 52.17%. 1980, 34.70%. The year 2000, 55.48%. Current U.S. federal debt to GDP ratio, Brace yourselves, America. 
Unbelievable the way this is going. And you can and, and for those of you watching uh right now on the video platforms, uh this is you can look at this any time of the day or night online. Uh go to US Debt Clock, that's usdebtclock.org, and that's where you'll see the US debt clock. Counting off in real time. I'm showing this on the video platforms even as we speak. Um, current U.S. population, now get a load of this, 330,056,561. That is the current U.S. population. The current U.S. workforce 158,647,586. Okay. Now, just picture this, folks. You go through this stuff, I guarantee it'll be like a, an, it'll be the biggest eye opener you ever got. So again, if you and for this is for the people listening on the radio side here on the internet on the internet, uh, go to usdebtclock.org. That's www.usdebtclock.org, and there you will see the national, the U.S. national debt climbing. It's over twenty-three trillion dollars currently. And right next to that, U.S. national debt, debt per citizen, the debt per American citizen is $69,906. Debt per taxpayer, it's all right, this is, this is on that very first item in the left-hand corner, upper left corner, Next to the U.S. national debt, there are two smaller items marked debt per citizen and debt per taxpayer. Now, the debt per taxpayer is $186,948. Okay? And, of course, right under that is all the stuff I read previous. It'll, you'll, you'll find items like largest budget item, like Medicare, Medicaid, Social Security, defense, war budget, all kinds of stuff. So, again, go to usdebtclock.org, and you'll find this information as well. And I'm going to try. I'm not, I can't promise anything, but I'm going to try and show this on a fairly regular basis. Can't promise it because, you know, there are times I forget shit.
So there's that little tidbit of information. When you think of all that gun. That's a lot of dough. Okay. <laughs> but you know, it's you know, it's the old saying goes, it's 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 a large amount, but you know, you, you gotta have money to make money. You gotta have you got money talks, bullshit walks, you know. Uh <clears throat> everything costs money. Okay. Just gotta get a way to figure out how to get rid of that debt and everything. But you're not going to you're not going to be able to increase the size of the military and bring it up to modern technology and all this shit without money and it's coming from somewhere okay so and you know and in today's world as screwball as these people are out there these other countries Iran North Korea you know all these other wannabe dictators out there uh you just don't know i mean if if this was a perfect and safe world and you didn't need it, I wouldn't be wearing a gun probably. But it's not. Unfortunately, it's not. Probably never will be. That's why I wear a gun. That's why I increase my military defense, what I carry on my side, okay, and it stays at a ready stance at any given time in case I need it. Hope to God I'll never have to need it and use it in that format, but it's there if I do, okay? I better be safe and sorry. You know, it's better to have to have a plan than, instead of getting caught with your pants down. Uh, you know, it's just the way it is. You know, good. Yeah, well, trust me when I say it could be, you know, it, it, the way the way this country is being run right now by the Congress You got to you got to ask yourself one simple question: At what point do the American people start figuring out this whole shit and shamangas? Fuck beyond all recognition. Now, folks, I know I I was kind of all over the place tonight with, with, as we went along with the deep state stuff, but if you look at this logically, you'll see that this. This all ties into the deep state. This really does tie in with the deep state because our our national debt at over twenty three trillion dollars. Um, look at what happened on the Obama watch. Okay, the rise, of, you know, the fall of the Roman Empire, comparative, um, is really not that hard to figure out because if you look at the fall of the Roman Empire. The stuff that I mentioned just moments ago, just a few of those reasons for the fall of the Roman Empire, you look at those and then you look at what happened during the eight years Obama held the presidency hostage and what happens. You find out that, oh, fuck, it was happening here. It was happening under Obama. There is still a rise in pedophiles. There is still out-of-control debt. Okay? What we have here is the deep state not giving a shit. Look at what New York State did with, with, with the bail business. 
Look at all the criminals that are being set free. Many of them hardcore criminals. Doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure this fucking shit out. It doesn't. But it seems like the American people are not waking up. They are sitting on stupid. With the exception of the people in my chat room right now, and Gunslinger here on the line with me, there are stupid people in America that just don't get it. It is mind-boggling. The truth is, okay, truth is, when the truth hurts, all right, when the truth hurts and the truth hits people in the face, well, guess what? It sucks. But you know what, folks? An ounce of truth, seriously, an ounce of truth is better than sitting on one's ass and thinking, oh, there's nothing wrong with America today the way it's run. Everything's fine. Trump, orange man bad. Everything's fine. That's the way a lot of people in America are thinking. Yeah, I'm getting nauseous just thinking about this, but I shudder to think what will happen if Trump doesn't win in 2020. Okay? But he will win in 2020 because a lot of Democrat voters are going over to the Trump side. Okay? Kind of nice to see Democrats wake up, ain't it, Gun? Well, yes, like I said, it's the first time for everything. Um, it is a good thing that, you know, because uh, not only are they waking up, and a lot of them are coming over to our side, even the older Democrats that are in the party there, uh, they've already, I've seen it right a couple of days ago, they said, you know, I've been a Democrat all my life, but I'm voting for Trump because our party, they don't have anything better to offer. And when you, when you get up on the plate and you're a, at a important turning point like this is, and you don't have nothing to offer but these idiots, these clowns, I mean, <clears throat> I would be surprised if somebody didn't laugh them out of town. Oh, wait, uh, I think they did. Okay, you know, the clown that debate thing, that was a, the circus that was in town, so I'm sure a lot of people was laughing at that, too. I know I was, and I only watched about five minutes of it. Okay. So, and logically speaking, I don't care who it is, how are you going to go up against Trump, that he has all the ammunition, all of his spent bullets over here, neatly lined up on his shelf, I did this, I did this, the jobs are up, 
everybody likes me. The blacks like me. The the Mexicans like me. The, uh, we're getting all these great, wonderful trade things going, and all these businesses are coming back over from other countries, coming back over to here. I've opened up all these, you know, cup or these, you know, the, the auto automotive uh, deal and all this stuff. Uh, how can you top that? I mean, you can't, and they know it. But that's why they have to fall back on this impeachment bullshit, trying to drag in every country, Ukraine, uh, Russia. Uh, you know, who's it going to be next? Egypt? Ooh, how about to Australia? Ooh, maybe that was, maybe so. You know, the sky's the limits out there. You know, there's a lot of countries on the face of this planet. So they're just, they're, they can't get him on having a viable candidate on the upcoming election. They know it, Okay. You got to be a fool not to fucking know it. So they're trying Plan B. Well, this is Plan B, C, and D. Okay, you know the Russia and the Ukraine and all that stuff. But the more they're doing the plans, the worse they're making themselves look. If you can't see that, you need to go back and go back to school because you must have been asleep in there in that class. You know, go ahead. Um. Well, I certainly hope I, I I know I wasn't asleep in in, class, in civics class uh, much. Um, I mean, look, there, there's there's not a lot that can be said. Uh, for what the deep state has done to this country and what the Democrats are doing to this country. And that's the sad reality. But there are people in the Democratic Party who are waking up, and thankfully they're doing it sooner than later. Okay? And the fact that they're waking up at all speaks volumes for the way the Democrats run their party. Okay? Because if the Democrats actually had control of their own party, uh, well, questions like this or wouldn't come up. Because there's a doomsday scenario. And it goes like this. Could anxious moderates actually scuttle the impeachment push? Hmm. A question raised by Fox News Channel, and I'm going to read what they put out there. But before I do, let me share with you, as, a, as was with the opening of this broadcast, uh, during the, in the opening... The use of media materials is protected by the Fair Use Clause of the U.S. Copyright Act of 1976, which allows for the rebroadcast of copyrighted materials for the purposes of commentary, criticism, and education. Firefox News Online Productions and its news division adhere to the criteria of the Fair Use Clause 100% across the board. Having said that, here goes. With impeachment proceedings moving swiftly after a spree of dramatic hearings, the expectation that the House will vote to impeach President Trump 
and trigger a Senate trial has been treated as a fiat accomplishment. But the president's allies still see a scenario, however remote, wherein congressional Democrats could fall short. As with so many debates in Washington, it could all come down to the moderates. A senior administration official claimed Friday after the apparent conclusion of House Intelligence Committee hearings that it's not clear the House is going to impeach. This despite House Intelligence Committee Chairman Adam Schiff declaring the evidence of Trump's misconduct is already overwhelming and many Democrats playing up testimony that linked top officials to a pressure campaign on Ukraine to investigate the Bidens and asserted an Oval Office meeting and possibly aid were used as leverage. Uh, Yet, as with the Russian investigation, while the hearings have been covered extensively, featuring analysis replete with phrases such as game over and the walls are closing in. The polling suggests the needle isn't moving much in the court of public opinion. Among critical independent among critical independents there are troubling signs for impeachment backers. 50%, and get this, 50% of independents questioned in an NPR PBS Marist poll conducted November 11th through the 15th did not support impeaching and removing President Trump from office, with just 42% backing such a move. That's a slight dip in support compared with the previous NPR, PBS Maris poll, conducted the first week in October when support stood at 45%. While that poll was conducted before the last week's high-profile testimony, it raises the possibility that the hearings in Washington are not resonating so much outside the beltway. Under pressure from aggressive GOP ads, it remains unclear whether vulnerable Democrats in districts Trump won would have the stomach to go through with impeachment in the end, even if the party appears united against Trump now. Just two Democrats voted against the resolution establishing the inquiry last month. Uh, Representatives Colin Colin Peterson of Minnesota and Jeff Van Drew of New Jersey uh, voted against the resolution. But voting to start the process and voting to impeach the president are different political equations. Now, a window into the pressure campaign to keep Democrats in line came over a 48-hour period this week when Representative Brenda Lawrence, Democrat from Michigan, changed her tune twice on impeachment. On Sunday, 
Ms. Lawrence said she no longer saw any value in the process and called on Democrats to back a symbolic censure resolution instead. We are so close to an election, Lawrence said on said Sunday on a Michigan radio program, noting that Trump stands little chance of being convicted by the GOP-controlled Senate. I will tell you, sitting here, knowing how divided this country is, I don't see the value of taking him out of office, but I do see the value of putting down a marker saying his behavior is not acceptable. While Lawrence presented a censure as a marker, it would also mark a climb down for Democrats whose impeachment push has sidelined almost every other political issue since the summer. But on Tuesday, Lawrence issued a new statement saying she continues to support impeachment. I was an early supporter for impeachment in 2017, Lawrence said in the statement. Uh, The House Intelligence Committee followed a very thorough process in, in holding hearings these past two weeks. The information they revealed confirmed that this president has abused the power of his office. Therefore, I continue to support impeachment. Uh, When asked by uh, Fox News Channel whether Democratic leadership pushed for the latest statement, an aide said, not that I know of. But the aide suggested the congresswoman still likes the idea of a censure, saying what she was trying to say is that because she doesn't think the Senate will convict, that maybe censure would be a viable option. Now, the the Republican National Committee promptly sent out an email blast uh, crowing that, excuse me, crowing, tongue tied. I'm, 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 oh, good grief. Sorry, folks. Sorry, folks. Unfortunately, I'm running out of gas physically. The Republican National Committee promptly sent out an email email blast crowing that Democrats are getting cold feet and vulnerable members should listen to their constituents and be the next group to abandon ship. Other Democrats have expressed some uncertainty without tipping their hands. Uh, Representative Donna Shalala, Democrat from Florida, told the Washington Examiner that she doesn't know if the impeachment hearings will change voters' minds. I'll have to see whether it will shift their minds one way or the other. I don't know that, she said. The next few weeks are key. Lawmakers are likely to keep a close eye on how public opinion shifts or doesn't over the Thanksgiving break. Democrats in pro-Trump districts could face difficult decisions And while the math is in the pro-impeachment favor, it is is not a slam dunk. A simple majority, 216 of of the 431 members, is needed to impeach. There are 233 Democrats, meaning that presuming anti-Trump independent Representative Justin Amash backs impeachment, 
Democrats can lose 18 of their own and still impeach the president. 31 of those Democrats represent districts carried by Trump in 2016. Those members will be watched closely as the House Judiciary Committee takes up the case and considers articles of impeachment as soon as next month. As for Republicans, it seems extremely unlikely that any will break off. Republicans such as Representative Will Hurt, Republican from Texas, who was eyed as a possible break-off from the GOP, recently indicated he will vote against impeachment. Democrats also face the prospect of a Republican-controlled Senate trial in which Republicans could use the proceedings to go on offensive, to go on the offensive and call their own witnesses to make their case that there was Ukrainian interference in 2016 and that former Vice President Joe Biden or his son's conduct in the country was inappropriate. Sensing a possible opening, the Republican National Committee is ramping up the pressure on Democrats in pro-Trump districts. As reported by the Daily Caller, the RNC is running ads urging voters to pick a lawmaker who won't waste taxpayer money on partisan impeachment. Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi herself said impeachment must be compelling, overwhelming, and bipartisan. RNC Chairwoman Ronna McDaniel tweeted, After two weeks of sham hearings, the Democrats' case against Donald Trump is dead. And the only thing that's bipartisan is the opposition to their entire charade. Uh, when I said I was running out of gas, Boyd in the chat room says, Swalwell has some you could borrow. Gee, thanks, Boyd. <laughs> oh, boy, I'll tell you. All right. Go, Sawyer. What do you think, bro? Well, I mean, I don't know. It's just, uh, <laughs> it's, I'm just, I'm still amazed, okay, that they are even still going with this crap when their when their cases, well, it fell apart a long time ago. They're not even running on a wings and a prayer, okay? They have nothing, not a thing. But yet, like the Energizer, Energizer batteries, they still still keep going forward. Blindly, I I don't know. It's it, 2020 is going to be very interesting. I hope nothing bad happens, but I don't. That's the way it's looking. I don't know. These people are completely doing the opposite of what we sent them to Washington to do. Okay, they have done nothing for the country. Basically, ever since uh, Trump got in there in 2016. Uh, and, you know, they say, well, uh, Putin interfered with the fucking deal, interfered with the election. Oh, give me a break. What What are they going to do next? Uh, say Santa Claus interfered with the election? Oh, wait. Uh, they probably could, okay, because they're that delusional. They're wanting to just 
trying to pick straws, hoping something, when they throw it on the wall at this impeachment bullshit, they're hoping something sticks. Well, it's not going to, okay, because there's nothing there to stick anything to. But it's shedding more light on the bid, the Joe, Sleepy Joe Biden, his son, all this criminality, which is, sounds like to me, somebody needs to go to prison, okay? Oh, well, but we can't, we can't do that. We got to go after Trump. He did something. He he did a favor. He did a favor. Well, we know. Give me a break. Go ahead. Yeah, well. I don't know. But even Sarah Sanders is saying that it's clear that President Trump will win re-election and that Joe Biden is a weak candidate. You know? So, no surprise there. Well, I'll tell you what, folks. We're going to take a break here at Firefox News Online. So, hang on to your hats and hold on for dear life because the broadcast ain't over yet. Now, it's questionable whether I'll do overtime tonight or not. It really is considering uh, I'm, having, I'm fighting to stay awake. So, if you have not called, oh, God. Sorry, folks. If you have not called in yet, I encourage you to do so at 347-945-5747. Again, that's 347-945-5747. In the meantime, I'm going to jump to a break, and we'll be right back. Stay tuned. I am Vito Corleone. I am the Godfather, inviting you to join my good friend, George Sinza, for more news and topic discussion on Firefox News Online, here on blogtalkradio.com. But rather than I tell you about it, George, you tell them about it. Thank you, Vito. Join me as we continue with more Firefox News Online on blogtalkradio.com in just a few moments. And you can join us live on the air at 347-945-5747. Or you can contact us via Skype. Hey, listen. The Godfather will tell you. We are the best in the business. On October 6, 2012, we managed to garner over 10,000 archive and live listens combined. Now, if that's not an accomplishment, I don't know what is. So, as I pass it back to the Godfather, be sure to join us, won't you? Vito? Thank you, George. Ladies and gentlemen, George just made you an offer you cannot refuse. We'll be right back in just a few moments. I'm Sergeant George Senzer, honorably discharged veteran of the State Defense Force, the New York Guard. 
Now, I've got a few questions for you. First of all, are you at least 18 years of age or older? Second of all, are you in reasonably good health? But most important of all, are you a New York State resident looking to serve your country? If you are, then have I got a great idea for you. Join the New York Guard. The New York Guard is a state defense force operated and funded by the state of New York through the Division of Military and Naval Affairs. And the New York Guard has a long and illustrious history dating back as far as World War I. I served two tours of active duty with the New York Guard on September 11, 2001, the day of the most horrendous attack on our nation since Pearl Harbor. I was proud to serve with the New York Guard. I served with them for six years, and I made a difference. You can too. Make a difference. Join the New York Guard today. Go to www.dmna.ny.gov slash nyg. That's dmna.ny.gov slash nyg. Click on the link Enlistment Resources, download the recruitment package, fill out the application, send it back, and be sure to contact the recruiters letting them know that you have a desire to serve and that you've sent back the completed application. The New York Guard. New York State's Defense Force, protecting the residents of the state of New York and helping them through emergencies and times of natural disaster. Join the New York Guard today and make a difference. Okay, kids, gather around. I know we haven't discussed this in a while, but uh, who remembers where we're all going to meet in case of an emergency? Um, I do. Grand Central Station. Times Square. No, silly. Higher ground. Where's that? The mountains, son. But we live in the city. Hmm, right. Good point. What about supplies and all that other stuff? Ah, uh, don't you even worry. Your mom has all those canned beets somewhere in the apartment. Oh, I just remembered. I also have canned cocktail onions. What about water? We have a few gallons stored in the basement. But we don't have a basement. He means the storage unit. Where's that? 32nd and 7th. Great. Sounds like we don't have a plan. What time's the game on? Winging it is not an emergency plan. Make sure your kids know what to do during an emergency. Who to call, where to meet, what to pack. Search ReadyKids at NYC.gov or call 311. A public service announcement brought to you by the New York City Office of Emergency Management and the Ad Council. It's important to plan ahead for emergencies, like the storm. When it kicked in, we had a plan. We were able to get in touch with each other in no time. had no idea how to find each other. My husband kept the kids occupied. our son, but there was no reception. Everything was down. I felt like we handled everything very well. I had to try and stay calm. The whole experience was the most frightening 10 hours of my life. It was, it was kind, kind of like, like a little family adventure. Every hopes will never happen to her. I, I remember, remember the, the relief of being together. I realized he was out there all alone. If, if there's, there's one piece of advice I'd offer other moms, moms out there, there, it's to stay it's calm ignore and keep message. to the plan. Some parents plan ahead. Some don't. Make sure you know where to find your family in an emergency. Visit nyc.gov slash readyny or call 311. Brought to you by the New York City Office of Emergency Management and the Ad Council. Just now, another kid dropped out of school. There's one every 20 seconds. Over 200 kids an hour. 
That adds up to nearly 5,000 kids every school day. If we do nothing, 3.5 million kids won't receive a diploma over the next four years. But there is someone who can change that, and that someone is you. United Way knows that kids who have a caring adult in their life are more likely to make it. So make a pledge. Tutor a child who needs help. Mentor a kid who needs someone on their side. Volunteer to read to children. Because the path to success or failure starts long before graduation day. And the difference between a graduate and a dropout could be you. Take the pledge to volunteer now at unitedway.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. Can you imagine a world without children? A world without their smiles or their laughter? A world where children don't play or sing or dream or imagine? At St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, they can't imagine a world without children. That's why they're working every day to find cures for diseases that strike down children everywhere. Diseases like cancer, pediatric AIDS, and sickle cell. And they won't stop until every child is cured and every disease is defeated. Because they can't imagine a world without children. Can you? Finding cures. Saving children. St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. To learn more about what you can do to help, log on to their website, stjude.org. There I was in my business suit, all dressed up, just uptight as I could possibly be. And I don't remember much of what was said at that first AA meeting. It was more the feeling of the meeting itself. That's what has kept me going. I know it works, and I see the people ahead of me with more sobriety, I see how happy they are, and I want that. I want that too. And what I notice about AA is it sort of helps me to relax and learn to really be happy with my sobriety. It's a richer life to live. That's exactly what Alcoholics Anonymous does. It teaches us how to live without drinking. It teaches us how to have fun and really enjoy life without drinking. This program's given me the good life, the only good life I've ever known. Alcoholics Anonymous. It works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or AA.org. Are you ready? Are you ready? For the thousands in attendance, and the millions around the world. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready to rumble! You're listening to the most powerful radio broadcast anywhere. Firefox News Online. The FF. NOP Radio Network 347 945 5747. We're back. Lines are open. 
Broadcasting from New York, the Empire State, you're listening to Firefox News Online. And we are back here at Firefox News Online with an hour and 13 minutes remaining in the broadcast. An hour and 13 minutes left to go before we are all done for the night. There will be no overtime tonight. I just don't have it in me to do overtime tonight, folks. I am sorry. Uh, I just, I'm just, there's no way, I'll fall asleep when this is all said and done. I'm going right to bed. So I do apologize for that, but it's unfortunate. But if you haven't noticed, my voice is starting to get gravelly, which is a sign that I'm getting exhausted, that I'm exhausted. So if you're going to join me tonight, now is a good time. You have less than an hour and 15 minutes to go before I'm out of here. The number to call, of course, is 347-945-5747. Again, that's 347-945-5747. You know... I can safely say without fear of contradiction I'm not a stupid person when it comes to uh when it comes to certain things but I never thought I would see this Now I now folks I do own a rifle I own an AR7 that was made by Charter Arms. Now that particular rifle, the stock, the receiver, and and the magazine can all be stored inside the stock, right? Now the Charter Arms, even the Henry AR7, are the kind of weapon that it, that I don't know if it's still being issued to but I believe it is still the weapon of choice for pilots. Okay? And I can understand why. Because that some bitch can float. All right? I'm not going to try it. No, no. With my luck, something might go wrong. But there's a reason why I bring this up, and the story was posted in the uh, Facebook private messaging group that I have there, the FFNO News and Topic Room. Um, I don't know if it's John Cradell and his lack of knowledge but um, or what? But get a look at this: a nauseating Christmas gun ad killed my holiday spirit. Well, apparently, this person sounds like an anti-gun person. I don't have hard and fast rules about many things. I go by the, it is none of my business if it's not hurting anyone, rule. You might 
know it uh, you might know it as live and let live take for instance christmas it's the day on which we christians celebrate the birth of christ but i'm not one of those who rails against the commercialization of the holiday go ahead buy gifts it makes life more fun and that's what Christ would have wanted. And my second, for instance, is my feeling about gun control. I'm horrified, as anyone, about gun violence in this country and think the government needs to clamp down on it however possible. Sure, there's the Second Amendment, but the founders of this country when they were drafting this amendment, had no idea what kind of guns would be invented 200 years later that could kill large groups of people instantaneously. But I also understand the allure of guns and their role in family traditions. I've shot guns. An Uzi was my choice in the automatic variety. And I understand the thrill. And this is John Cradell writing this, folks. I got an email the other day from the Henry Repeating Arms Company. In the subject line was this, nothing says Merry Christmas like an AR-7. And I have to sneeze, folks, again. Good grief. Just when I thought I was only sneezing once, a second sneeze snuck up on my sinuses and said, fuck you, George, you're not done yet. Sorry about that momentary uh, lack of audio. Uh, But, hey, what can I say? My nose is not happy. Okay, so anyway... So John Cradell gets this email from Henry Repeating Arms Company, and in the subject line was, nothing says Merry Christmas like an AR-7. And nothing says idiot like the person who wrote that line. In case you don't know guns, an AR-7 is a semi-automatic rifle that can be used to defend your family, go hunting, and in the wrong hands, kill a lot of people. There was an ad below that despicable introduction, a gift for those who blaze their own trail, followed by pictures of the AR-7, and the fact that it was available in three colors. There was also the boilerplate comment about how the company hoped your loved ones never actually find themselves in a life and death situation, and would only need the gun for target shooting with friends. Really? In case you aren't up on your gun specifications, Henry is nice enough to tell you what you are getting when you plop down a few hundred bucks for the AR-7. 
It was first used mostly by people in the U.S. Air Force, and through the years, the AR-7 reputation for portability, ease of operation, and reliability has carried over to the civilian world. Today, it's a favorite of Bush pilots, backpackers, and backcountry adventurers who, like their Air Force counterparts, need a rifle that's easy to carry, yet has the accuracy to reliably take down small game. At just 3.5 pounds, this sounds perfect also for people who want to wreak havoc on society, especially since the AR-7 can carry a large quantity of ammunition without adding much weight to your gear. And it can be disassembled so you can sneak it into places like schools and movie theaters. Sure, what a Christmas gift. I don't care what religion you believe in or what your feelings are about guns happen to be, but this particular email should piss you off. I wish there was more eloquent ways of saying that, but I can't find it right now. Companies like this give people who don't like guns a reason to continue their dislike for them. Now, let me see. Is my friend Mike? No, Mike is not here yet. Wow. He sends this thing to me, and he does not show up. That is not fair. I told him in text message and on Facebook that I was bringing this up, and he's not here. Hmm. Not fair, dude. Now, basic common sense, okay? I know about the AR-7. As I said, I own an AR-7 made by Charter Arms, not the Henry version, but Charter Arms. Look, I don't give a flying fuck if it comes in basic black, if if the stock is painted camouflage, if it's navy blue. There's only one thing I give a shit about is that the weapon is accurate and that it works well. Okay? Now, I'm not a hunter. I'm not a hunter. I've been asked to go hunting before. I just don't go hunting. I was asked to go deer hunting on more than one occasion, and you know what? I said to the guys... I said, dudes, you may find this a little childish in the way it sounds, but uh, guess what? Um, no. I, am, I cannot see myself shooting Bambi. My nieces and nephews would never forgive me. Of course, my nieces and nephews at the time were very little. Yeah, I was not going to go that route. I could just hear now my youngest, my, my niece and nephew, my, 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 my two little nieces at the time, hearing that Uncle George shot Bambi. 
Do you want to know what that household what, what that what that house would have been like as soon as they confronted me? Oh, I don't even want to think about that possibility. No, no. But I was never I was never really a, much into hunting myself. Now, take the rifle to the range. Shoot a bunch of targets just to, you know, just to kind of unwind. You know, that's not a big thing for me. I mean, I'm looking to do competition shooting down the road, hopefully. But this weapon, now, he said in here, in his, in this, in his, uh, okay, let me find it here. Let's see. Uh, it was first used mostly by people in the Air Force. Well, let's fact check that. Now, let's see. Now, listen carefully. The Armalite AR-7 Explorer semi-automatic firearm, 22 caliber long rifle, developed in 1959 from the AR-5 that was adopted by the U.S. Air Force as a pilot and air crew survival weapon. So it was not necessarily, it wasn't the AR-7, but the AR-5. The AR-7 was adopted. The AR-5 was was adopted by the U.S. Air Force for, for the pilots and air crew. It was not the AR-7 that was adopted by the U.S. Air Force. Okay. Yeah. Now the variants of the AR7, all right, include and are not limited to because I own, as I said, a, a Charter Arms AR7. Now, the AR-7 was designed by American firearms designer Eugene Stoner, who is most associated with the development of the Armalite AR-15 rifle that was adopted by the U.S. military as the M-16. The civilian AR-7s intended markets today are backpackers and other recreational users. As a takedown utility rifle, the AR-7 is often recommended for use by outdoor users of recreational vehicles, automobile, airplane, or boat, who might have need for a weapon for for, go, for foraging or defense in a wilderness emergency. Now the various the various AR7s. Uh, from 59 to 73 was Armalite. From 73 to 1990, Charter Arms. 
From 1990 to 1997, Survival Arms out of Coca, Florida. 1998 to 2004, AR7 Industries, LLC, Meridian, Connecticut, which was bought by Armalite in 2004. 1997 to 2007, Henry Repeating Arms Company, Brooklyn, New York. And 2007 to present, Henry Repeating Arms Company, Bayonne, New Jersey. So it was it was used as, a, as as an Israeli pilot's survival rifle. Okay. Another variant was made by Armalite and sold to the Israeli military for use as a, a pilot slash aircrew survival weapon. The Israelis further modified these rifles adding a telescoping stock, a pistol grip from a FAL-type rifle, shortening the barrel to 13.5 inches, and adding a front sight based on the K-98K Mauser. After Israeli service, some of these rifles were re-imported into the U.S. by Brickley Trading Company, the barrels are marketed with the, B, the BTC identification as required by U.S. laws on imported guns for sale on the civilian market and command a premium among collectors. Okay? Now, the AR-7 functions as a simple or plain blowback semi-automatic. The AR-7 is a light firearm with heavy bolt and twin recoil springs. So, the whole thing with this article, though, and I want to get back to the article. I was just reading a little bit of information just to give you some basics uh, into the AR-7, of the AR-7 that I found uh, through Wikipedia. But this article... I don't know. I can't make heads or tails of this. Now, Mike just joined us in the last – he's been on the line waiting the last uh, three or four minutes. And I do apologize, Mike, for, for you waiting. Uh, but I was, I was going through some information. I was trying to kind of rifle – excuse the, 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 excuse the pun. I was kind of rifling through it. And mm, take your, It sounds like you're taking your best shot at it. Uh. Oh, hold on, never mind. I'm, I'm trying, but I, you know what? I was hoping well, you would show up because as long as you, you, as long as you keep it, have as long as you keep it in your sights. As you're, you're rifling through it, it's with the. Oh, nicely okay, done, my mind. friend. All right, all right, all right. That was oh no, that was good. I like that. You that was very nicely it, done. Right? <laughs> yes, I did. I did pick up well, on it. I. That's why I said nicely it. done. I think it will get corny with it now. We'll just keep it rolling. <laughs> uh, I know idiot. what you so mean. This reporter, this, report, this reporter sounded like I'm going to do an anti-gun thing. And what you pick on to pick on? The RAR-70 picks on? What? Yes. The weapon of choice. The main battle rifle of many countries. Like what? Ethiopia. Uh, yeah. Uh, Mozambique. 
uh, I don't know. It's it, yeah, it's a main battle rifle. Yep, you have to control those AR sevens. Uh, shut up. They, they, yeah, they, they have, he probably doesn't sound, know sound what like it looks like. Smart. No, they have no idea what they're. He probably looked up a picture and went, "That looks scary." I, I'm going to write about this one. It's probably what he did. I didn't even read the article. When I saw AR seven, I was like, "All right, here we go." Yeah, I'm glad you posted that in the uh, FFNO news and topic room because I, I saw that and I thought to because I was with my friend uh, Fran, who uh, whose car ended up breaking down in, in, in at the at Rite Aid today, and I was with her oh. when it happened. What's the matter? Couldn't take it? it out of park. Can't oh. get it out of park. Yeah, she she has a Volvo. Two four, uh, a Volvo two forty and ninety three, and in order to take it, in order to use the shifter, you have to hit the brakes. While you're holding the brakes down, press down on the on the release button to pull it down into reverse, drive, neutral, drive, and so forth. Wouldn't the button would not push in at all? It just uh-huh. it would not do anything. So we ended up. She thankfully she has AAA. Okay, thankfully the the young lady has AAA, but we had to wait there for a good three hours because she could so not leave the vehicle. They take it for service now. Yeah, it's at the it's at it's at the garage right now, but they couldn't do anything. The earliest they're going to have a chance to do anything is tomorrow, if at all. Because uh, look what's coming up. It's Thanksgiving. Hopefully she'll have it before Thanksgiving, hopefully. No, the guy already made that clear. It is highly unlikely she'll have it by Thanksgiving. Uh, then, if he sees it tomorrow, then he should be able to have it. I don't understand. He's that backed sucks. up. He's backlogged. Oh. Yeah, he's got other... He's got already been there that... He's trying to get out of there as quickly as possible, but you know he's he he, he made it. He he told her. He said, "Look, I I if it's something simple and I can fix it quick, then I'll do it. But if it's something that's going to take a little more time, unfortunately, the earliest I'll get to it is Monday. So I ended up sitting there with her all day, and by the time I got home here. I just didn't have time to to even attempt to take you know to take a power nap or anything. So that's why in at two o'clock I'm I'm ending the show early because I just can't keep my eyes open. In fact, my eyes are are so blurry right now I can't even read what's on the screen in front of me hardly. So tonight's an early night. It's it's unfortunate. I was I was gonna do I I wanted to do do the overtime, but. It was also that's also contingent on how many people call in, and you and Gunslinger are it right now. All right. <clears throat> Take a look at that. Read through that article. I'd, I'd love to hear what type of. I mean, it'd be Gunslinger and I will probably be. And you, the three of us, will probably be laughing our asses off. I'm sure he has some complete bullshit, unless you already read it. Uh, what the article about the uh, AR7? Yeah, already read. Oh, okay. Did it have anything entertaining in it? Don't read it again, man. 
Well, let's see. I still have. And by the way, uh, Ron Rick is in the chat room. So, if Ron, if, you, if you're going to join in, now would be a good time. Same with you, Boyd. Uh, but just bear in mind, in less than an hour, I'm going off the air. So, uh, is he still bridgeless? Huh? Is he still bridgeless? Uh, he was home, I believe, last night. Because he called in on his uh, using his Skype number. So, and and Ron Reck, of course, is in the chat room saying, and now they call me Jesus. <laughs> no, Ron, oh, he's walking on water. No, that's that's wrong. Sorry. Oh, no, he's walking they on water. Full of shit. He's walking on water. <laughs> My God! So that he doesn't need the bridge anymore. That's <laughs> So, Ron, you can just float to the other side now. This is You can scoot over there. You know, with the, yeah, you're, you're good. Then everybody's going to want to jump on your back. No, that's not a good idea. Forget it. Go for the yeah, bridge. That was, yeah, you're right. That's that's yeah, a bad bridge. idea. Bad idea. Yeah. So, um, but, yeah, no, I read the article. But what stood out to me, and, and, I, and, and I was going through the uh, Wikipedia information. I still have that open, too. Okay, first of all, he gets an email. This is what started me, started off for me, seeing this as nothing but anti-gun bullshit. He goes, that he, he says he, he got an email from Henry Repeating Arms Company, and in the subject line was, nothing says Merry Christmas like an AR-7. Uh... And he says, and nothing says idiot like the person who wrote that line. Right. And you're not an idiot. Why? Then he says, then he goes on to say, in case you don't know guns, an AR-7 is a semi-automatic rifle that can be used to defend your family, go hunting, and in the wrong hands, kill a lot of people. Oh, Oh, my God. George, you have to destroy that right now. Take it out, put it on the floor, and jump up and down on top of it quickly. And at the same time, scream, no, 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 no. Yeah, that's the only thing you can do. I mean, I read that one It was that one paragraph. I'm sitting here thinking to myself, is this fucker stupid or what? <laughs> Any gun. Any fucking gun can kill people. A club can kill a lot of people. A knife can kill a lot of people. What? My farts could kill a lot of people if given the opportunity. That's a fact. That's a fact. Yeah, well, my friend Fran found out today because uh, I I let one loose in the car, and she practically bolted out the door holding her nose. Oh. That poor woman got subjected to my guest, right? So bad, I I thought for sure I was going to be arrested for... For excessive flatulence and, and, and gas warfare. Okay, but that explains what happened to the car. Did you let the mechanics know this? Because that's critical information that they have to know. <laughs> no, I did not let the mechanics oh, know this. Yes, hello. Yes, um, that's my Volvo. Uh, my friend George was in the car, and George George cut loose, and, and I think it was something to do with George's gas that ruined my car. Can you please check the gas indicator, please? Thank you. <laughs> oh God! What am 
I doesn't deserve this day. I have no. So, so uh, what else? What else did he say about the R seven? Did he write? Oh, well, let's see. Um, uh, there was an ad below that despicable introduction. A gift for those who blaze their own trail, followed by pictures of the AR-7 and the fact that it was available in three colors. Ooh, oh yes, um, if, if it comes in pink, I'm sure my I'm certain my wife would love to have it in pink. And see, you know, black that makes it worse. You know, black guns are the worst. We already know that. That makes it. Scary. Hey, wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Back, back the back up the bus, Gus. Mine's basic black. Oh my God! There you go. That's evil. Oh, this is terrible. That's the ultimate scary guns. And 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 what's what's worse? I'm good at it. I'm good at shooting with it. And uh, these guys are. So what else did he say in there? Oh, let's see here. Uh, aside from that, there was also the boilerplate comment. The fuck is a boilerplate comment? The standard really. saying they always they always rely on. Oh, about how the company hoped your loved ones never actually find themselves in a life and death situation, yeah. and would only need the gun for target shooting with friends. In case you aren't up on your gun specifications, Henry is nice enough to tell you what you are getting when you plop down a few hundred bucks for the AR-7. Now, this paragraph I had a little bit of, uh, that's why I went to, I looked it up, because I wanted to verify some information. He goes on to say it was the it was first used mostly by people in the US Air Force and through the years the AR seven reputation for portability, ease of operation, and reliability has carried over to the civilian world. Today it's a favorite of bush pilots, backpackers, and backcountry adventurers who, like their Air Force counterparts, need a rifle that's easy to carry yet has the accuracy to reliably take down small game. Okay. So when I, okay. what I did was I decided to, I wanted take to see small game. but here's the thing. He was slightly dishonest. I, I, I think in, in what he said, because he's saying that it was the AR seven when in fact it was the AR five that was adopted by the U.S. Air Force as a pilot and air crew survival weapon, not well, the AR-7. They had different ones. They had one that was a combination single-shot 410 and 22, two-barrel. Right, but they that, had, but uh, that, that was, wasn't seven, though. I don't know when they came out with that one, though, but that was a, that survival rifle was out there also. And then there was another one. The AR-7 was, was developing... There was another one that was made by Harrington and Richardson's, and uh, that was a short barrel. And in some states, you can't own them. It's an NFA weapon because it's short barrel, and they're collectible. It's a wire stock. That's I forget when I think it was World War II vintage or something. 
And that was a cool one. I'd love to have one of those, but you never see them. Last one I saw was on display at a gun show in Middletown, and the guy wanted $3,500 for it. Ooh. But even so, I couldn't buy it because we are not allowed to have an NFA weapon in New York State. Other states, you could apply for the permit for a short barrel to own it, and you could own it. You know, highly collectible, very rare. But here in New York, ah, no. Well, so important to this information. Yeah, yeah. There's the Armor Light. There's the Charter Arms. There's the the um, Henry version. There's you know there's there's many different ones. Uh, but according to the information here, uh, it was the the Armor Light AR7, which was uh, the one that came out initially. Uh, is a semi-automatic firearm, 22 caliber long rifle, developed in 1959 from the AR-5 that was adopted by the U.S. Air Force as a pilot and air, air crew survival weapon. Basically, what they're saying is that it was the AR-5 that was, uh, that was uh, adopted by the Air Force, not the AR-7. So, well, look at it right now. Here, and it says it says the AR-5 was designed by who, George? Armalite. Hold on a second. Armalite. It's, it's the same. Fucking. It's a different caliber. It was a Magnum round. There's like a, it was 22 Hornet. It was a very right, a very potent round. It was the AR-5, not the AR-7. That is what they're saying. Right. Yeah. So I mean, so that, Armalite designed quite a quite a few. Um, yeah, they designed quite a few, but you know, I mean, it's like this guy made it sound like the AR-7 was the one that the U.S. Air Force used, not the AR-5. I wouldn't doubt that they did use the AR-7 at some points. So I wouldn't doubt it. And uh, the oh. one that I was looking at was an M4, and it says that it was developed. Uh, Probably at the end of World War Two, and maybe an issued after World War Two. Yeah, it says in the 1950s, it was supplanted supplanted by the M6 survival weapon, and the M4 was phased out. I, yeah, and the M6 was the one that I was talking about. I'll show you. That's the one that's a double barrel, and I think it's Springfield Arms. They used to make a, a version of it. There's a version of that um, M6 that. Was out there for sale. Um, I'm, 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 I'll put it in the FFNO right now, right here. Let's see. You can see what I meant. Thirty-five hundred dollars. Yeah, it's a neat-looking rifle. Uh, and that was made in my hometown, Worcester, Mass. It's kind of cool. But you can see where the engineers were looking, and then you can see the evolution of what you got your AR-7. Sort of makes sense. See it. Compact. Hmm. I see what you mean. Yeah. And then if you scroll, if you look down in history, you'll see one link that says uh, M6 aircrew, and that that's where you're going to see the double barrel or the 410 underneath, and uh, and then it's got the yeah, I bulky. see that. That's bulky, and it's got spare ammunition in the uh, in the stocks, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. It folds all I'm looking at it right there. now. Yeah. And the trigger is fucking bizarre. It's like a big paddle. So I guess you could use it with gloves, you know? Hmm. And this 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 particular weapon, unfortunately, would not be allowed in New York. What the M4? The uh, M6. No, you can. That's allowed. Really? You can yeah, you can buy that. Huh. I I've been offered one many times, but I never really wanted one because it's like the yeah, whatever. I don't know. Okay. Uh, what, I, I never what about saw the M4. The what? The M4? You can't remember I told you that's the one I saw at the Middletown show on display for thirty five hundred bucks. And that's the one that's not You can't own it. You can own the M six but not the M four. No, it's the barrel's too short on the M four. It's considered a short barrel rifle. Plus it has a folding stock. That aggravates them, even though it's not semi automatic. They're not happy with that. But the short barrel is what makes it an NFA weapon, and there's a blanket policy in the state. No NFA weapons. National Firearms Act. You can't own anything that's on the list of the National Firearms Act. It's SBA, short barrel, uh, SBR, short barrel rifle. And to have that, you have to apply through the ATF and get a permit to own it. But in New York, you're not allowed. Pennsylvania, you can. Many other states, you can. Not here. Hmm. They don't trust us. It's for our own good. Oh, of course. It's for the greater good. It's the greater good, yes. It's a religion. Now I I understand why Ron said it like that. He wasn't saying it to to be a wise ass. He was saying it to be sarcastic. Yes, that's how it is. Fucking assholes. Everything for them is greater good. Yep. Well, doesn't surprise me in the least. But then again, when it comes to the liberal mindset and guns, why should it? Now, I will say this for uh, for this reporter though. If he's if if he's trying to make us think that he's pro gun, I don't think he did a good job of that at all. No, he's not pro gun. He's a fucking anti gun. And this he's guy worked in the New York, New York Post. Yeah. That's what really got me. I mean, this guy works for the New York Post. Um. <clears throat> Another anti-gun fucking comment. That's all. It kills lots of people. You know he's not pro-gun. That's what told me he was anti-gun right off the bat when yeah. he yeah. put in that line and kills a lot of people. And then making fun of the comment in the, in the title. Look at the headline for it. Oh yeah. Oh Christmas. A, a nauseating Christmas. See. A nauseating Christmas gun ad kills my holiday spirit. See? And he's not he's not even trying to be programmed. He's, he makes it obvious. Oh yeah. 
I mean, look, I I've been I haven't I've only owned a gun more than a year, and I and and I've gotten to to I've gotten to know this weapon inside out and backwards. I'm also the kind of person that doesn't have it in his brain matter to go out and do something stupid with it. So this asshole wrote this thing up, and for what? To show his anti-gun buddies that he's on their side? Hmm. I'm not going to try and read this whole thing out, but Boyd posted on his page um, about three minutes ago something regarding red flag laws. I already, yeah, I posted that a while ago, last month. On the Westchester, that's a great article. It was really well written. Uh, do you remember they brought it up and they actually read it in the meeting, George? Remember? Oh yeah, yeah. It I thought, really well I thought some of these, yeah. some of this looked familiar. Yeah, it was really well written. Yeah, and that should be shared. I mean, we didn't set it back then. I told them we should we should print that thing up and everybody should get a copy of it because it's really well done. Yeah, if I had the 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 ink to print it with, I'd I'd print I'd print out a copy in a New York minute. Unfortunately, I'm my my printer's my printing ink ran out of uh, ink, and that stinks. So, well, where's the American spirit? The innovation. Where's the take your cigarette ashes? Take some of your aftershave, mix it in, crush it all up together. You can you can make your own ink. It's possible. You can do it. How do you think the old timers did it? Uh, you can take some. No thanks. I'll pass. You can boil down a couple of pages and get the ink to. Yeah, that's, we, we can work this out. Lots of Eisenheimer. Hi. So what else is new today? Anything? Well, remember that's that that story I brought up that was done that that uh, One American News put out regarding Schiff, yeah, and and the, uh, and all that. Well, apparently there's more. There's another twist in all this, and it has to do with the uh, with the staffer, <coughs> and apparently a second staffer. is linked to the think tank funded by Burisma. A second shift staffer is linked to the think tank funded by Burisma Holdings. The cool. same company Hunter Biden's on the board of directors of. And they were hired by the Democrats, the think tank? Adam Sch- a, a, a staffer for Adam Schiff. I know, but okay, but the the think tank, George, they get hired. In other words, 
the Democrats or anybody, a business or anything, you can go to a think tank and say, we're going to give you a million dollars for your evaluation of this situation. Give us all the different possibilities and the options that your think tank can come up with. Okay, thank you. And they get think tanks get hired. They get contracted by different organizations, Republicans, Democrats, and everything else. I doubt if the Republicans hired this think tank. I bet you anything the Democrats hire them. It's another way to wash money. We're going to give you $3 million. You're going to hire this person and this person and this person to work for you. And this is a job we're going to give you. And so that money. They were not hired by the Democrats. Pardon me? They were not hired by the Democrats. It doesn't say that in the the article. It doesn't say it, but what was the name of the think tank? Was it an affiliate Uh, of Burisma or named under Burisma? I'm looking. I'm looking. I barely got through the, uh, the through the headline and before before I ended up not being able to get the information up. Uh, shit, where's the name of the fucking thing? It doesn't say what the name of the think tank is apparently, but it's a think. There's a think tank that's partially funded by Burisma Holdings, but that's not. All that's not the only little eye opener, okay? Yeah. Apparently, one of those staffers is is a friend of Eric Ciamella, Ciamella, the uh, suspected whistleblower. But it goes even deeper. According to Breitbart. There is a uh, intelligence committee staffer named Sean Misko, who, si- who signed on with the Democrat-run panel, a, a Democrat, a, a Democrat-run panel in August. About the same time, the whistleblower filed the complaint with the intelligence community inspector general. You know about the the. the the phone call between uh, Trump and Zelensky. Now, according to Breitbart, Misko back in 2015 was a Millennium a Millennium Fellow for the Atlantic Council. Ah, that's, that's the name, name of the thing. That's it. I've, I've already typed it in. I found it already. Atlantic, Atlantic Council. Yep. Okay. Continue. All right. Well, right now I'm I'm doing a, a right here. I'm doing a search for Atlantic Council raked in funding from Hunter Biden's uh, the semi-official think tank think tank of NATO. So, the Atlantic Council was a nonpartisan organization dedicated to shaping blah blah blah. Shokin was fired. He was investigating Burisma, a gas. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, I'm trying to find a connection with the Democratic Party itself instead of just. Politicians and money coming in. Um, they said they raked in. They, it said they raked in funding from Burisma, so they were hired by Burisma. But it's all tied in. Burisma gave more than four hundred fifty thousand to the Atlantic Council. That's not enough to really fund 
the millions and one there's other there's gonna be other money that came into them, George, other customers. Because Verizon giving them only a half million dollars, that doesn't that's not enough to you can't give them five hundred thousand and then be Joe Biden and say, Okay, hire my son and I want you to pay him a million. That doesn't add up. There's nothing in it for them. So there's other money that we're not seeing here. But it's not to say that it's it's fake. It's not fake. It's absolutely fucking true. Uh, hired by let me put uh, Democrats. Um, Atlanta Council Think Tank. Nice to join. Must remain engaged, shaping the future. And it said they were involved in Africa, and we're involved in Africa a lot down there. The uh, that think tank, Atlantic Council, it says it's a yeah, Washington-based Take a look at the FFNO tank. news and topic room, and uh, you're gonna have to scroll up a little bit to see what I put in there. This is from the article. The second part gives you gives you an understanding of who they're tied to directly or indirectly. All right. It's saying who they're tied to, but it's not showing us money. I'm looking for actual money because they're just saying it. He's tied to George Soros, but I found that Burisma gave them 450000 It could be different if we say we'd have to go into funding for that or their taxes, but it's not a nonprofit. So they're not going to show us all the money that they make like a nonprofit lists it. You know what I mean? Like we can go and look up Open Society Network, Open Society for Soros, and it'll tell us where their funding comes from, or donations and who's giving money to them. Whereas this Atlanta yeah. uh, group, it's, it's not a nonprofit. And it says that they're based in Washington. So I guess they wanted to be close to where the money was. There's a connection somewhere out there with the Democratic, with the DNC, and this group, I have no doubt. The money and the money trail of it will come out eventually. Yeah. But the ties is what caught my eyes. Oh, I don't blame you. I agree. And it just, it, it underscores that Look at this. Who are they kidding? But the thing is, they're kidding and fooling everybody because the average people, again, will look at that and go, ah, it's probably hearsay. Uh, there's no real evidence because we're not seeing anybody indicted over it. So whatever. That's what, they, that's what Americans do now. They don't give a fuck. Okay, look at this. In February, in February 2009, James Jones, the, then he was the chairman of the Atlantic Council, stepped down as the chairman of that think tank in order to serve as President Obama's new national security advisor and was succeeded okay. by Senator Chuck Hagel. And look at, look at, look at, the, look at the DNC connection that's in there. There's direct Democrat connection in that. Doesn't show yeah. the money yet, which no, I, and I understand you're what you're saying about the money aspect, 
These guys are filthy with the fucking Democrats, filthy with them. So somewhere if we dug, they, and I'm sure the government can dig and find out how much money in grants and not just grants, money has been given to them and they've been <clears throat> hired, technically hired with taxpayer fucking money. Because that's how they do it, to wash it so they can steal from the federal government while we're hiring them. You know, once they're in office using federal money, never mind DNC, the regular the party money that they fucking use to be able to, quick, we need $2 million out of the DNC to fund this. Okay, there you go. Let's hire the think tank. What do you want to know about? What do you want an opinion on? Um, how often house flies, house flies fuck? Okay, we'll get working on it right away. I, I, guess, right. Yeah, I, I, I understand how think tanks work, trust me. Right. I do understand that. What I'm trying to what I'm trying to figure out, as you are, is where they're getting where, where all this money is coming from, where it's yep. going, who's benefiting from it, and how. So, just the connection, the ties to George Soros and Hillary Clinton's lawyer for her campaign, and Obama, makes, you know, raises, huh? And Obama, you're right, and Obama, and everybody, all of them. So all of this bullshit against Trump is all a smokescreen to cover up to cover up their own misdeeds. Yeah. And I'm sorry, but Breitbart, Western Journal, One American News. The, the, all this information is getting out there, even though it's not mainstream media per se, it's still getting out there. So, and, and by the way, Breitbart is seen by a lot, of, is read by a lot of people. Holy this fuck, country. George. This thing was a, you know what it was? It looks like the Democrats were using that Atlantic Council as a waiting room, as a green room for their stars to make sure that they still had income coming in. So they were still making money until they could be placed in their key positions. This is how they fucking work. So look, you know what? We don't want to lose you. You're a good. You're 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 part of the team, man. You're one of the Democrats, and we're going to put you in as one of the board members and administrators for the Atlantic Council. Then when we find the right position, look at the link I put in and scroll down to February 2009. Read the names that are on there and everybody how. They got appointed and brought in other council council members who left to serve the administration, Obama's administration. And look at the fucking names. They use it as a waiting room. Wow. Here, here, this way you get a paycheck. That'll keep you busy. We'll put you in a good position later. That's that's how we do it. Fucking hey, man. Look at some shit. <laughs> wow. I mean, good grief. Yeah. Connections and funding. Let's see what this says. Underneath it is a nonpartisan institution. Blow me. 
with members from moderate international wings of both parties. Nonpartisan my balls. <laughs> Nonpartisan my left nut. <laughs> Look at this shit. Oh my god. This is all fucking <laughs> guess what? You're kidding, it's right? As a it's registered as a five oh one C three. It's registered as a non profit. So which means they can get grants. They're eligible for getting government grants. So there's going to be records on the web. If you put Atlantic, what do you call it, funding, there's going to be records of what grants and what money they've been given. That It is traceable. I think we're going to be very surprised at what the fuck comes up with that shit. Look at this stuff. The U.S., they said the, in September 2014, New York Times, it was reported that since 2008, the U.S. organization has received donations from more than 25 foreign governments' payoffs. That's payoffs. Report that the major donor, Baha Hari, what? Complained to the council about founding head of Rafiq Hari Center for Middle East, calling for the overthrow of Mohammed Yabadama in Egypt in a military coup. Four months later, the founding head resigned from her position. Uh, Atlantic Council produced a report promoting the TTIP in 2014 with the financial backing of FedEx, who was simultaneously lobbying Congress directly to decrease the transatlantic tariffs. See, that's it. You manipulate Congress, you manipulate the laws and everything for money. The three of the largest donors, 2015-2016, the three largest donors giving over a million dollars each, were U.S. millionaire Adrian Arsht, executive vice chair, Lebanese billionaire Baha Yabadaba, estranged brother of Lebanese Prime Minister Saeed Yabadaba, in the United Arab Emirates. Well, I, I kind of lost my place here. Where where are you finding these names at? Because you keep saying Connection, whatever is named Yabadaba. Yabadaba do is down in Connections and Funding. Okay, so let's see here. Baha Yahiri. Yeah. Okay. And but that the bottom is Yahiri. interesting. Because we were having Yahiri. problems in 2018. We were having problems with the British government. A lot of the dickheads over there were going anti-Trump. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. And that's toned down a, a lot now. Last, last year, remember, there was a lot of bullshit and everything. Now, look at this. Leading donors in 2018 were Facebook and the British government. Uh, the British government? Yep. They can hire and they're supposed to be all Well, at the time, we had a lot of people that were anti-Trump over there because a lot of liberals. You know, the deep state isn't just here in the U.S. There's a global fucking group of, of oh, I, assholes. I, that, Mike, I, mean, I understand that. Yeah, yeah. There's a global group. Not that they're going to have world control. It'll never happen, but they can still manipulate shit. And they admit, admit it later on in that section underneath advance, events about all the different countries and politicians and military leaders that have been hosted by this group. They've tried to make connections and bring everybody together. It says it creates a meeting place for heads of state. Get the fuck out of here. I know what you're up to. 
This is a lot deeper than that article, George. You, you hit on a good one there. This is a lot fucking deeper. There's more going into this. Will we hear about it? Mm-hmm. Probably not. Probably not. And believe it or not, that that article I got in I got in my in as an email uh, item from. Uh, I don't th- hold on a second here. I'll tell you exactly. I get I get emails from Conservative Tribune, and they share a lot of stuff, a lot of Western Journal stuff. So yeah, I get a lot of stuff here. But now, okay, but that's a that's that gives us a whole different. This opens a whole new door up in the fucking building, doesn't it? In in the mansion. Mm-hmm. Now let's do. Let me take a look under funding. If I do a search, let's see if I can find the IRS. Um, Atlantic. Council. Are you looking that up? For those of you in the chat room that would like to call in and have not, uh, I'll do a limited amount of overtime. I'm not going to do. I'm not going to stay on for the full amount that I normally do. So if you want to call in and join us on this particular topic, do so now. Three four seven nine four five five seven four seven. Again, that's 347-945-5747. Um, okay, look what I found. I can put the link in. I didn't even read it yet. you got about 12 minutes to do so, so you better do it within the next 10 minutes to be on the safe side if you're going to call. All right, now getting back to what right. you found, updated list yeah, of yeah. Atlantic, and that's about as much as I okay, saw before. This I list doesn't... The list doesn't give dates. It gives just a list of who. Now, let me see if I can find some dates because that doesn't. Actually, Microsoft, Target, Boeing. But that oh, why doesn't not? Tell us but as I'm saying, that doesn't tell us dates of when they gave the money. It's, but it gives us an idea of who. I'm going to look up and see if I can find dates. Because right. a lot of this shit was donated probably when Obama was in office. You see what I mean? Whereas when. Trump came in, it was cut off. Well, this this art, this item is dated Wednesday, November 11, 2015. That's during the Obama uh, Obama years. Right. So yeah, you're 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 spot on about about it being under Obama's watch. But, folks, listen to the large corporations list. And and this is troubling. Uh, U.S. government entities include the U.S. State Department, the U.S. Air Force, U.S. Army, and U.S. Marines. Yep. That is disturbing. But, see, if you run the government, George, if you run the government... You could say, look, we're not going to put all the money from one department. Let's split it up. Let the Marines give some money to for a study from from the Atlantic. Yeah, okay, and who else can we? Let's get the State Department to give them some money. Break it up with different entities. That way nobody can point a finger. There won't be a red flag in one area. That's how they do it. Spread it out. 
But you own the government anyway, so you can direct anybody to do whatever you want. And you have to keep people in each one of these little ministries. So, Fred, I want you to call the Atlantic and hire them. For, okay, thank you, Mr. President. <laughs> it's unbelievable. And, and it stands to reason that the deep state, okay, the deep state, those in the Democratic Party would want to keep their power so that they can continue this kind of association. Exactly. exactly. Oh, what a tangled web we weave when first we practice to deceive. And folks, this is why I I I I, I, I like the the callers I get, the, my core group of callers, because they are a little bit better at searching for the for the for the fine points than I am, and I'm willing to admit I'm not the greatest at it. So guys like Mike, who come in and and say, well, here, well, let's take a look at this, look at that, look at this, look at that, look at this. He gets right down to the nitty gritty, doesn't he, folks? I'm telling you. Now, do you remember? Do you remember last year the government started going after Facebook big time? They brought. Remember when Zuckerberg was brought in and everything, and Trump started? They were they were looking at Facebook and they were like pissed off at Facebook. Well, Zuckerberg needed. He wanted to hedge all his bets. So he wanted the blessing of the Democrats and the liberals to have them help help him as well. So what he did was, even though they're not in power, he went to the uh, pocketbook for the Democrats, one of the pocketbooks, which is the Atlantic people, and look at this link, and he partnered with them because of, you know, how they were being investigated, partnered with a think tank to monitor for disinformation and foreign interference. Details of the plan are vague. Yeah, of course it's fucking vague. It comes down to money. Then the council's digital forensic lab broke in a non-byline, medium post. The goal was designed to bring tools, bring us closer together instead of driving us further apart. It's bullshit. It's, it's more... Facebook teams up with Atlantic Council to fight foreign influence. What? what? Yeah, Facebook teams up with Atlantic Council to fight foreign influence. According to Axios, partners with D.C. think tank to combat election meddling, Gizmodo. This was both in both of these are items. A lot of this came out May 17th of 2018. Yep. Facebook partners with the Atlantic Council to fight election propaganda. Fortune magazine. Facebook turns to Atlantic Council for eyes and ears during future elections. Ad week. Facebook partners with Atlantic Council to improve election security. The Hill. Partners with with Facebook partners with Think Tank to fight global election meddling. Engadget. All of these came out May 17th of 2018. And the last one, 
says Facebook tackles foreign election meddling with Atlantic Council partnership. CNET. Yeah. Right. Sure. And I'm the king of Siam. This looks like it could be. Uh, I don't know what the fuck this is. It's some sort of a discussion site. So we're not the only ones that are seeing this, apparently. In September, this was discussed on the, on one site. Uh, um, but it, it's some sort of a, a discussion board. You know, look at this. But they, they don't sound like wackadoodles. But they I don't see, like, any tinfoil hot shit yet. I'm scanning through it, but just so you can look at it, too. I never heard of this group, Spartan Tailgate. I don't know what that is. But as we analyze the motive for this, this guy brought up in September. And this is, he was supposed to get back in September. What is Adam Schiff doing running a program on Iran and the Atlantic Council? Well, I didn't know about that. Now we're getting into a different part of it that was connected with it. Why is the Atlantic Council regular recipients of funding from George Soros' open site, Twitter, and Facebook? Why was Schiff in the Ukraine August for an Atlantic Council meeting? Unrelated to Iran, or is it? Is a good that, remember that remember that thing with uh, from uh, One American News that I that I brought up? Yeah, yeah. That's that's part that that's what that's about. Ding ding. This is some interesting shit. And look at this guy, Green Rocks, posted from April twenty seventh. Ukraine tapped by Obama administration to hurt Trump, help Clinton, and protect Bidens. No wonder why Obama wanted no part of the Bidens. In January 2016, Obama summoned Ukrainian authorities to Washington to discuss several ongoing matters under the guise of coordinating anti-corruption efforts. There was an article on the Hill. Hmm. Okay, there's a spotlight on this Atlantic fucking council. They better what they might have to do is change their name and reemerge as a new group now because everybody sees this one for what it is. You know, or just let this one quietly die and start a new nonprofit. profit They know how to manipulate. They know every button, gauge, dial, switch, and how to manipulate the government to get what they want and for them to all become... I guess that's it. Life is short. And if you're a member of the Democrats and the people that are in charge and been running the show, you're going to have a good life. You will become a success. You'll have a nice house and a great retirement, and just keep your mouth shut and go with the flow. And if they catch you, they'll do what they can to help you out. They'll put you in the green room, <laughs> the waiting room of the Atlantic Council, until they can reassign you. It's, fuck it. It's, I don't know what it is. It's just... It's amazing. I'm jealous, man. How come we can't be part of that group? Fucking, it seems like they're winning, so okay. I, I want a Lamborghini, don't you, George? Fuck it, hey. Gunslinger. Want a Maserati? 
Oh, yeah, I'll take one. Put my order in, please. <laughs> you know, dude, give me give me one of those pussy hats right now. Cut me a check. Fuck me, give me a million dollars, and uh, I'll put that hat on. Fuck them, let's do it. Come on, there we go. I, it, it seems like that's it. That's the way to succeed in America today. You become part of the in-group. And that's what they do. And, you know, Unbelievable. Well, ah, Boyd just joined us. So, Boyd, you've been listening to all this. What are your thoughts on it? All roads lead back to the Ukraine. Money, 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 money. If you happen to be rich and alone, then you need a companion. You get for a man. To the most corrupt country in the world, the Ukraine, where you can, everything you can get is easy. For now. It, there's always going to be a country that can become corrupt, and that's where these guys levitate to. For now, this is their playground. When it gets cleaned up, that won't be the playground anymore, and it'll end up in Indonesia or someplace. You know what I mean? It's who's the corrupt country of the month. Okay, let's shift operations over there. It's all part of the game. Wow. It's unbelievable. It really is. I mean, you You know, and Mike, you said it best. You know, you follow the money trail and look where it leads. Now, all Russians, yeah, just to underscore what, what the boy just said about the Ukraine and everything else, what do you think the Russians would think of uh, this Atlanta Council, George? You think they'd be happy with it? I don't think so. Uh, well, that was a good guess, George, because look at this article right here. They don't fucking like it. They don't trust it because they see the connections with Soros and the liberals and everything else, and they came out and they fucking said it. I never heard of this media. Radio Free Europe, Radio Liberty. I never heard of that shit. It's got to be based out of Russia or something. I don't know what it is. No, maybe it's not based out of Russia. I don't know who it is. Let me see what it says about it. About. You see the link? Did it open up? Uh, Radio, Free, Radio, Free, Radio Free Europe uh, is a part of Radio Free America. It is part of Radio Free America? Yeah, I believe I believe so. I believe that they took Radio Free America and they broke it up to whatever area they were into. Oh, It'll be Radio Free Asia or whatever, you know. All right, you're right because it says it's funded by a grant from the U.S. Congress through the United States Agency for Global Media as a private grantee. Editorial independence is protected by U.S. law. <clears throat> That's interesting. Yeah, I, I went to their. Uh, about that. I went to their about page. Pro- yeah. Twenty-six languages, twenty-two countries, thirty-seven point six million estimated audience. 
uh, per week uh, for fiscal year 2019, 554 million visits to, to the websites, 367 million engaged users on Facebook. Right. Look at the article. Three point look, at the, look, at, look at the article, though, what it says in here. This is the key on this one thing. Washington, Russia's, Russia, Russia's prosecutor general's office says it is designating Washington-based think tank the Atlantic Council, formerly run by the U.S. ambassador to Moscow, I bet you're under Obama, as an undesirable organization, a move that could potentially limit the group's cooperation with Russian entities and prevent its employees from entering the country. Upon reviewing material received in July 25th, the prosecutor general's office said it decided to recognize the activity of the think tank as undesirable in Russia. They didn't specify what kind of material was reviewed. That's fucking... Now, for the Russians to come out and say that, there's funky shit going on with the Atlantic Council. It's another dirty... The Atlantic Council says here that the Atlantic Council is... Well, right now... Right, right, right now... It looks like things are going to start looking at the Atlantic Council, and the Russians don't want to be anywhere near it when they get looked at. Yeah, but this you article know, came I out mean, July. No, I, this, I mean, uh, boy, this came out before. This came out July 26. Russia distanced itself and, and told them we don't fucking like this group way before any of this came out. Yeah, but so this is hang, hang on, a new article. Hang on, hang 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 on, Mike. Hang on. Here's the thing, okay? Everything that we we're looking at right now, uh, by the dates of the articles that have been written on this subject, all of that stuff started. All of this active, all of this activity started months and months before. Uh, we got word of it in the news media via however it, it came out. You got to remember that. You know. Well, there's one thing that I don't I don't like about this is that apparently the chairman of the Atlanta Council from 2014 to 2017 was a guy named John Huntsman, and he left the position of chairman for the Atlantic Council in 2017 when President Trump appointed him to his post. And the U.S. Senate approved him. So now which post are they talking about? Ambassador? Probably ambassador to Russia. Is that what they're saying? So Trump used him. Maybe Trump was told that this is a big connection right here and used this guy. Maybe he wasn't even or maybe he thought that he could control. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck he was thinking. But why would he even be involved with using anybody from this Atlanta Council? That fucking worries me a little bit. But I don't see any real smoking except for that one. I don't see any other smoking guns connections of Trump and this Atlanta Council shit. There has to be a reason why he would appoint somebody like that guy 
to a position like yeah, that. Because according to the information I have here, John Meade Huntsman Jr. is an American businessman, diplomat, politician, and the former ambassador to the United States to Russia, serving from October 2017 to October 3rd, 2019. Yeah. Uh, he's in the Republican Party. And, uh, hmm... Yeah, he ran in. The, he ran in the. He ran in the uh, Republican primaries uh, for president, and I can't remember. I can't remember when it when it was, but it was uh, either last cycle or the cycle before. I'd question his loyalties and whether or not he was a he was a rhino. If he's serving as the chairman for the Atlantic Council with ties to Soros and everything, who the fuck is this guy? Uh, that is a, a red flag for me. It's like, whoa, wait a minute here. What the fuck is with this? Because I don't care how these guys. Well, I'm a Republican. Yeah, okay, prove it. I don't Does the name Robert Orr mean anything to anybody? I know Bobby Orr. Was that related to him? Because I know he was a big hockey player. No, no, no. Robert Orr. The last name oh, Orr. Okay. Does that ring a bell to anybody? Because it should. No. Yeah. Yeah. I, the deal. Quote, I don't know where it's from. Depart Department Department of Justice uh, and the okay, Mafia yeah. because his his wife was also part of GPS. Yeah. Bingo. And if I go back to that Western Journal article and what it says here, okay. Uh, let's see if I can find it now, where it talks about the you know the 2016 election. Breitbart said that others other funders of the Atlantic Council included Google, George Soros's Open Society, and the law firm Perkins Co., which represented Hillary Clinton's campaign in hiring Fusion GPS the opposition research firm that produced the Steele dossier. And Robert Orr was, was involved in that whole, whole mess, along with a few other people. The ties and connections are starting to fit together real well. They're starting to come together really well. So <clears throat> all of this Ukrainian uh, nonsense that, that the Democrats are, are pushing on Trump is a smokescreen to try and get people not to look at all the stuff that we've seen here so far this evening. Or am I missing something people, in this? No. And you think all of these people are connected to Atlantic Council because they're, they want to do the best they can for humanity and to save the world and work for their the, in Africa and all these other countries and work together in a... No. There's fucking money involved. There's grants and there's, there's money that's given to these and that money is spread out. and they, that's what, 
See, when you talk about distributing the wealth, that's how they distribute the fucking wealth. And we're the idiots. We don't see it. And that allows them, it's a nonprofit, they can reach in. Once you're elected in office and you control that checkbook, they can use government money to fund and play and fuck with as much as they want. Ah, and get a load of this. It's like, what's her name? What was her name, the black lady with the TV show? What was her name? Oprah. Oprah Winfrey, yeah. And a Cadillac for you, and a Cadillac for you, and a million dollars for you, and a million for you. That's it. And it's the Oprah show. Well, there's another name that, that comes out of all this. Thomas Egger, another member of the Intelligence Committee staff, is currently a fellow with the Atlantic Council's Eurasia Congressional Fellowship, a program that, edu- that educates staff on current events in the Eurasia region. Okay. Now, looking at this article a little deeper, it was back in October when Breitbart reported that Eger was part of an Atlantic Council trip to Ukraine in August. That included a meeting with acting ambassador to Ukraine, Bill Taylor. <clears throat> uh, Bill Taylor was one of the witnesses who testified in the public hearings last week. Hmm. That trip took place 10 days after the whistleblower complaint was filed. It's all starting to add up and make sense. Schiff, who denied vehemently any knowledge of the whistleblower's identity, is nothing but a line of bullshit because his staff had contacts with this person. Egger had contacts with him. Bill Taylor had contacts with him. It's all starting to add up. Even this guy, Sean Misko, and Eric Ciaramella, the uh, suspected whistleblower, were on friendly terms. And Sean Misko is another Intelligence Committee staffer. And who's the chairman of the Intelligence Committee for the House? Adam Schiff. So it's all tying together in one nice, neat package, guys. It's all fitting together like a fucking puzzle. Ooh. Well, yeah. It's just like a big jigsaw puzzle. I mean, you, you, when you get the jigsaw puzzle, you don't, unless you see the picture on the box, but if you don't see the picture on the box, you have no idea what the fucking the picture's going to be. But as you start putting these pieces in, that you've got scattered all over your fucking table, it starts to, wait a minute, I see a picture forming here. That's the way it is on everything. Everything in government, I don't care what it is, it's like a big jigsaw puzzle. If you're able to logically take these pieces 
and move them in. Whoa. Now I'm starting to see the picture. Picture's worth a thousand words, ain't it? Go ahead. Oh, yeah. And, Mike, my hat's off to you, brother. Figuratively speaking, of course. Uh, you know, for, 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 for tying this all up like you did. I mean, this is I, holy I don't trust them. I, shit! I, I, I get you get the feeling when you get the feeling about it. It's like wait a minute. There's a reason why. Whenever that's why it's like whenever I, I tell you, I know sometimes you get aggravated at me. You say, well, the article says I I don't need it. In the beginning of it is okay. I I can get the feel for it right away. I don't have to hear their bullshit or whoever's writing it. And then we take it from there and do our own research, and a different picture comes up, and we don't even need the article anymore. What they no, say doesn't you, make you any remember, fucking you, sense. You, you, you remember, remember last night when uh, I tried to paint that picture as to what and how and why we why we're into this uh, uh, impeachment bullshit. Yep. Well, this is the last phase okay. of everything else has failed. Well, right? all, all, all of, all of, all of this so-called, you know, evidence and information that we are getting are just pixels to the big picture. Yes. I just tried to arrange all the pixels into a big picture as to why and what it all means. This is like what I've been saying for years, that even when you study history, you have to, or, and even looking at the news or anything, every newspaper article out there is nothing but a tile. But it's each one of those tiles make up the overall mosaic. You put them together. But without those tiles, and you have to get the tiles from different places to be able to look at the fucking mosaic in the end and say that's what it is. Otherwise, you're like the idiots, the blind men trying to figure out what an elephant is. Same shit. You're only looking at one portion of it. You get a you got to look at different places and everything else, and then we take a look at it and say, okay. Yeah. Just just like putting a jigsaw puzzle together. Yeah. But you see, <clears throat> the, the the mainstream media doesn't put doesn't do what what was done here tonight, and that's and that's what's really sad about this whole affair. They don't piece it together the way the way it's been done here tonight, you know. <clears throat> and, and Mike, I do understand what you, I, I, believe me, I understand what you were saying about about the articles. Sometimes certain parts of the article tie directly to to everything that we've been that was pieced together, like to, like like what I pointed out just a moment ago. So there are parts of the article that 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 fit the pieces together. And with all the information and, and a few pieces of that puzzle being added from the story, it starts to paint the picture clearly. That picture becomes more obvious and more cl- more crystal clear. So, at the, it, by the time all is said and done, you know people start to see it for what it truly is. Now, now, what happens I, is we're not the only people that are doing this. I bet you anything there are many people in Washington and in the federal government that have already made the connections and already know and probably have portfolios with the fucking evidence sitting on their desk. 
but they're not doing anything because there's no drive for them to do anything and there's no push for it and there's nothing that really benefits them. But if the American public came forward and really started banging the desk and saying, we want results, we want to know about this, they'd be forced to start going into it and exploring it and exposing it. They'd be forced. But if the American people, it would be up to us. That's how it works today. If nobody's yelling about it and demanding it, nothing's going to get done. And you think the media is going to do what we just did in this and, and really expose it, go site by site by site and showing the connections and everything? No, they're not going to do connect the dots. They don't want yeah, well, it. And here's, it's and going here's, to make all of their patron saints look bad. Well, here's, here's something else to also look at, too. Uh, the House Judiciary Committee announced that on December 4th, it's going to have its first impeachment hearings begin. So now go now now the House Judiciary Committee's at it. Oh, okay, good for them. What's going to be different they, for them? They get different people. They also they're also inviting President Trump to its first impeachment hearing on December fourth. That's nice. I wonder if the bearded lady will be there too. Because she gets some like circus acts and stuff to make it to round it out. I think you know there's plenty of people out of work from Barnum and Bailey. They should really make use of them. Don't you think? The clown. I try not America to think. Hollister. It gives me a headache. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, I try not to think too much. It gives me a headache. Uh, Mr. Chairman, Mr. Chairman, can we hear from the bearded lady now, please? Yes, sir. <laughs> oh, but this whole this whole farce is gonna is now going to the House Judiciary for hearings. And it's like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, why? What what's the point? This, the the House Intelligence Committee did all its all its all the work for you. Why are you even bothering? Congress has its own kitchen. I wonder if they'll call the staff in from the congressional, you know, the, the dining room and see what they think of it, too. Maybe they should have their own. I think they should have their own fucking investigation, too. Anybody involved with Congress, I, I think, should they should be able to play and get extra overtime or bonuses and shit and everything. I, it's only fair. Fuck you guys. Well, I'll tell you what, between you, me, and the four winds, this is going to be an interesting week that week. Thanksgiving's going to suck. Why? All the turkeys are in fucking Washington. I couldn't find fucking one. I don't know the market. Wait a minute! I thought they were they were lame ducks, not turkeys. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, they're, they're turkeys. We got fucking turkeys. Turkeys and assholes. Well, that's kind of a given about about the assholes part, but I mean, <clears throat> well, instead of lame ducks, I guess it's lame turkeys because of Thanksgiving. They're so, they're so full of it. Speaking of full of it, one of the radio collectors put this thing up. They said it's uh, some sort of a company out of Europe or something is having these made. 
And I said, there you go. This would be good for the Democrats since they're full of it anyway. They can stay in place and listen to the fucking hearings. I put it in the SFML. Oh, yeah, I've seen these before. You're kidding me. I'm not shitting. Oh, you It's an actual radio. Oh, my God. And it's like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. And this means a telephone, too? Oh, my God. Oh, it is? I didn't know that. Yeah, it says right on there, telephone, AM, FM, radio. Oh, wow. You didn't notice that? No, I didn't see that. I just so saw the right radio. Under the I was wondering, right under the I was wondering why the hooks were. I was wondering why the hooks were on the top, and now I can now understand why. And also, somebody else put a picture of, the, I guess, from traveling the world, a stairway. The people are guessing that it's in China. There is no way I would even think of going up or down those stairs, and I don't understand why anybody even made them. Are you kidding me? That's mountain climbing as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. I, I, I hope there's snow in that area. Uh, I'm, I'm going to show, the, show, the, show that picture on, uh, on, the, on, on the video because uh, it's like, are you shitting me? Folks, take a, <laughs> for those of you watching on the video side, take a look at, this stair, at these stairways. This is this is fucking no no no. There's no fucking way on this planet you will ever see me climbing up that steep flight of stairs. One wrong step we're and going, you're going head back down. We're going down. What guys guys? What you got to remember one thing. Those aren't stairs. Those are ladders. No shit. They look like stairs to me. They look like stairs to me, too, but I guess you'd have to hold on to each side of the chain to hold yourself up as you're going. Yeah, just like you do on a ladder. Yeah. But it could be argued That's... that it's a stairway because the the chains could be could be representative of a handrail. Yeah. A very steep set of stairs. You'd have to hold those chains. There ain't no way you can no you can It'd go up be like, it, it'd be like going up the ladder on the on the side of a building that's you know been permanently installed. It's completely vertical, straight up and oh. down. Sheesh. And you and you see the way they, they start to uh get steeper on on the on the right side of the picture? That one side yeah. it it starts out on a slight hill and then it indents a little bit and then it goes straight up. Hoy. And Man. the guy with the backpack, good luck, pal. You're going to need it. Hope, hope he made yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. There's no way. If you're putting your trust in that chain and whoever put it in there and how old that chain is. And yeah. Okay. You only get one chance to say, whoops. Yeah, right? Yeah. The next thud you hear will be your last. And if you're lucky to survive, you'll end up a, a quadriplegic. Damn. No, thank you. I'll pass. 
That's no, no, that's uh, no, thank you. Uh, no, I'll definitely pass on that shit. Fuck no. I mean, I'm not afraid to climb a ladder and shit. Lord knows I've climbed my share of ladders over the years, but climbing up a, a quote unquote set of stairs like that, uh, no, thank you. Fuck no. It, it, uh uh-uh. uh. Uh, George, next time you get into an argument with one of these uh, Facebook fucking combat keyboard warriors, you know the you know the uh, combat infantry badge, you know the CIB that infantry are given with the wreath around the rifle, you know that award, right? Mm, yeah. Yeah. Well, somebody invented one for the Facebook keyboard warrior. So it's worth it to say. Oh so shit! You get into an argument with. You can get in an argument with some asshole next time. Say, here, you know what? <laughs> I like that. That, that yeah. is that fucking hilarious. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Boy, you might want to say that, too. That comes in handy. Yeah. Let me show, show the folks on video this. This is, oh, this, is, this is wild. There you go, folks. The next time you get into an argument with a keyboard warrior, present them with this. Yeah. Trust me. <laughs> They'll shut the fuck up real fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the CIB like, is a coveted award. I mean, it's a respected award. But here you go. It is. The ribbon even has the F on it for Facebook. You notice? Mm hmm. I saw that. It's like, oh, fuck. That's good. I like that. That, that, was, that's, yeah. oh, yeah. That's, that's <laughs> classic. That is classic. You got you got to give it up to the person who who did that because that's creative. Yeah, that is, it is. creative. But uh, uh, let's see here. Uh, Trump mocks media, defends military pardons at first Sunshine State rally since leaving New York. Now, we had a mutual friend that was there, George, at the Trump rally in Florida. Oh? Yeah, and uh, he called me up from it, and I was like, why did you call me up? So, Mike, I can't hear you. There's too much noise down here. You wouldn't believe the people. I'm at the Trump rally right now. I know you can hear me, but I can't hear you. I said, Steve, can you hear me? Yeah, there you are. Okay, yeah. Let me call you back tonight. I'm going to tell you what, this is phenomenal. It's wonderful. Oh, you didn't get a chance to call me back tonight. I'm sure I'll hear from him tomorrow. You know, Steve from the group, from the association? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so <laughs> I told him post pictures of it. He said, I'm taking a bunch of pictures. Okay. That should prove to be interesting. Emails. Yeah, let me see if you send any email pictures over. I mean. He refuses to go on Facebook. I don't get it. No, he didn't email anything. Well, get a load of this. Mystery lockdown in D.C. raises questions about warning system. Capitol Hill lockdown causes consternation. We still don't know what the hell it is. It was what the hell it was. 
According to this, little was clear Tuesday morning in Washington when authorities locked down access to both the White House and the U.S. Capitol. But it was clear to me what was probably unfolding. An aircraft had likely punctured the bubble of restricted airspace protecting Washington, D.C. I've been through dozens of these drills on Capitol Hill since 9-11. If you have been... At, if you've been at this for as long as I have, you can usually divine what sort of security threat is afoot at the Capitol and how serious it may be. Some of it may, some of it is feel. Some of it is observation. Some of it is the way authorities respond. I wasn't in Washington on Tuesday morning. I was in Nashville for a wedding. Uh, this is what the person who wrote this article said. I had just concluded a jog around Music City's version of Capitol Hill and the Tennessee Capitol grounds. Word filtered through that there was a problem in D.C. A universal alert for both the White House and Capitol usually indicates some sort of an incursion by air. But dozens of congressional sources confided there were serious problems with alerting those who work on Capitol Hill, saying the response was uneven at best. Ooh. Now, one source on Capitol Hill even likened U.S. Capitol Police's handling of things to Animal Farm. Some people appeared to be a little safer than others. Several sources on, who work on Capitol Hill said they were warned that the Capitol complex and the surrounding buildings were closed and that no one could enter. Other sources who had already arrived for work were advised to shelter in place, lock the doors to their offices, and remain inside. Hmm. Very interesting. Trying to see where if they came out and said what it was. According to this, by midday, Sergeant at Arms Paul Irving released a memo explaining what happened and issuing a mea culpa. Irving told the congressional community there was a report of a possible aircraft in restricted airspace in a in an abundance of caution, USCP began monitoring the situation for any potential threats, and as a result, access to the Capitol complex buildings was restricted for a short time. In his memorandum, Irving told the congressional community they had to do better. Irving wrote, We acknowledge that communication must be improved, and my office and the USCP are working to refine communication protocols and alert systems during significant events. Now, Senate Sergeant-at-Arms Michael Stenger sent a similar missive to the Senate community. In that, Stenger wrote, if the incident had escalated requiring staff to take action, USCP was prepared to send out the appropriate messages. All right, so apparently an aircraft went into restricted airspace. But now, my understanding of that is that 
there's supposed to be some sort of aerial response by, I, I believe, by the Air Force, isn't there? Well, if it is, unless it was just a drill, well, it's even with a drill, they'd, they'd still probably uh, launch a couple um, fighter jets to intercept, okay? Because, you know, that it happened more than once. You go look it up, that a little airplane veered off course because they had to go around like a, like a storm or a thundercloud or whatever. Couldn't go over it, couldn't go under it, couldn't go through it, so they had to go around it. But when they went around it, it violated the, the restricted airspace above the the White House and everything, and that triggered two, I think it was F-16s or something, that intercepted within minutes. Uh, they were on top of him. So, well, yeah. here, here's the thing, and, and, and to piggyback what you just said, uh, it's still unclear whether an aircraft actually pierced restricted airspace encapsulating Washington. USCP scrambled a helicopter that circled the Capitol grounds as is standard in the post-9-11 world. The Air Force dispatched fighter jets from nearby Joint Base Andrews. Uh, We don't know what the hell it was, said one knowledgeable source, noting it could have been a weather anomaly. I don't know about that. How can you mistake a weather anomaly for for an aircraft? This phenomenon is baffling because officials received information as to the location of the phantom air, the phantom craft. We're told that it may have been hovering, and were even given a readout on knots measuring purported airspeed. Okay. Huh. So this is one big ass mystery. Uh, now, Fox News Channel uh, in, specifically inquired whether Capitol security systems may have been hacked or if this may have been a test by terrorists to judge how people may have responded. One source familiar with congressional security protocols said, that's what they want us to do, put our systems to the test see how we respond, and then plan around what we do. Now, according to this, neither scenario of a possible hack nor a test was plausible in connection with this incident. That's kind of, that kind of pushed off a few things. Why, why dismiss the possibility? Uh... There was almost no way to det- uh let's see here uh this brings back brings us back to the 2015 incident and I think you mentioned this gunslinger when disgruntled former letter carrier Douglas Hughes took off from Gettysburg Pennsylvania in a gyrocopter little more than a flying lawnmower and headed for Washington Hughes managed to land the gyrocopter on the west front of the capital of the US Capitol to protest big money in politics There was almost no way to detect Hughes' aircraft, let alone defend the Capitol against an incursion of this this nature. It's one thing to restrict massive aircraft to protect Washington against a 9-11-style attack, 
with F-16s screaming through the air from Andrews. A smaller aircraft poses greater dangers. Put drones in that category. There's a reason why flying under the radar is an idiomatic expression. It's because, well, some things, like the gyrocopter, actually can fly under the radar. And after the gyrocopter incident, security officials tinkered with dialing up the, sensitive, the sensitivity of systems that protect the capital. However, there's a problem with detection. Buildings in downtown Washington emit radiation. Flocks of birds soar over the National Mall. The systems are bolstered too much. They pick up everything and not just the real threat. So, yeah, this, this, this is, oh, boy. I don't know. What do you think, fellas? I mean, it's, uh, you know, there, it was just that one incident, but there had been two or three others that had done that. You know, they would go around thunderstorms or whatever, uh, and they respond with the, with the jets and everything. So within minutes, so, you know, it's, it's when you, when you, even in the little drones, I mean, that's becoming even more dangerous now because, like you said, and that's true, they can fly under the radar, and they ain't even got the foggiest idea that they're there. They could be carrying biological radiation. I mean, there's all kinds of shit you can stick in a drone, even pizza is what they claim now. So, yeah, I, I'd shoot anything out of the sky, you know, when it comes to approaching that, that area, unless they have some damn good excuses, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What about you, Mike? Drone technology and everything is getting unbelievable. I mean, it's they're advancing so fucking fast, it's amazing. And the government is sort of running scared, and they're passing all these rules and laws, and you can't be here. You know, the anybody, anybody, the, the only person of, of our group here that is really up to date on all the laws, regulations, and everything else about the drones is Billy. I wish he was here because this is his, his realm. He, he's been studying up on this and actually learning mm-hmm. how to run them and everything else. I wish he was here to, to join in because his, his opinion would fucking matter with this. Agreed. Yeah. Um, well, maybe if 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 all goes if all goes well, maybe tomorrow night uh, Billy can join us to uh, to bring to to share his his knowledge on 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 drones and whatnot in regards to this because yeah. he had to go through I guess some sort of uh, license or certification or whatever the case is uh, for right. his drone. Yep. So yeah, his his knowledge his his information and knowledge would be invaluable. So Billy, if you're listening in the chat room. Uh, join join in tomorrow night. I'd like to get uh, I'd like you to I'd like your uh, your knowledge uh, on this subject because uh, obviously this is uh, this is something that you know you could be of help with. So uh, hopefully he'll yes, hopefully he heard a, that and keep drone, it in mind. We need a drone pilot. We have a resident drone pilot. We'd like him here, please. 
Yeah, so resident drone pilot Billy, join in tomorrow night. Okay? Seriously, all, all jokes aside, do call in tomorrow night yep. and uh, join us. And, and, folks, by the way, just to let everybody know, a, a, a quick reminder, uh, the, Wednesday, the Wednesday night edition will be the last one for this week as I will be taking the Thanksgiving holiday off. So be sure to tune in for the Wednesday, for the Wednesday edition of Firefox News Online at 11 p.m. Eastern, 10 Central, 8 Pacific Time. All those who normally call in, I hope you will call in and join us because tomorrow night is going to well, hopefully will be will be a good will be a good one. We'll have some we'll probably have a lot to talk about. I'll be keeping close tabs on what's happening in the news and whatnot. So you want to be here. Okay? Seriously, you want to be here and if you know some people that that normally don't join on a regular basis that you can get in touch with Get in touch with them. Tell them to join in. The whole spiel. All right. Just just put that out there. And uh, of course, Firefox News Online will return to active broadcasting on Monday night, the following week, uh, unless Friday, Saturday, and Sunday uh, something major breaks, at which time we will attempt to come on the air impromptu. Uh, but that will be on the uh, broadcast on the internet radio site mixler.com and the video sites that that are used as well. <clears throat> All right, just want to put that out there real quick, so this way everybody's aware of that. Um, so we're calling it a night. Uh, yeah, I'm going to call it a night because. I, I I thought I would only do a limited amount of overtime. It looks like we went into the regular amounts. <laughs> That's okay. It was worth it. I mean, I think we covered a lot of great stuff. Yeah, and and Mike, I got I, my my hat again. My I'm I'm very grateful to you for for uh, doing doing the the trace down of the dollars and cents, and yeah. uh, putting and piecing it all, helping the helping us to piece it all together and. Uh, when it comes to research, you, you you definitely got you definitely got the uh, the knack for it, no doubt about it. You got the knack I for it. Wish, so I wish America fucking took the time to think things out. That's the only thing that aggravates because we can think it out. They fucking don't want to. They don't want to spend the time. It's it's you know no wonder we got fucking problems. Trust me when yeah. I say. There, there are people in this country who who don't want to do that kind of that kind of research. That don't want to look into things. It's it's like because the mainstream media has them so dumbed down and so um, so so basically dumbed down. I mean, it's like you you if you're the average person that watches uh, mainstream media broadcasts or reads a newspaper that's liberal based. You're getting only one one side of the perspective, and they they make it so that you think that what they're presenting is the truth and the facts, and everything is all right there. But as we found out tonight, no. Dig deeper. Don't be afraid to dig deeper. 
I mean, I don't. I'm. I've never been very good at at, at digging deeper myself. I, I mean, I can. I I kind of know how, but I'm not going to lie to you. I am. When it comes to to doing the dollars and cents stuff, I suck at it. Okay, I will be honest with you. I suck at it. Mike's better at it than I am by 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 and large. So that's why I'm glad Mike was here tonight. You know, and he and he really. Put it all together. He helped to put this whole that whole situation together. <clears throat> so when you listen to the mainstream media, folks, and they tell you this, this, and this is how it, it ties to this person, that person, the other person, question it. Question it. Seriously, don't be afraid to question. We do. Yeah. And that's why that's why this broadcast is out there. You know? That's why I do this thing. Because I've got I've got friends who call into this show on a pretty regular basis that help to piece things together in a way that the mainstream media doesn't even begin to fathom. So it's 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 a it's a beautiful thing when, when it can come together like that. That's just because we run off into the weeds. Yep. Well, I don't. Wait, 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 wait. I I stopped running off into the weeds when I when I had to go and take a piss and I ended up getting <coughs> caught in poison ivy. So that didn't work too well for me. Trust me. That's why you sent us out there, and that's why we won't <laughs> let you go out there. That's why we won't let you go out there anymore. And that's it. Uh, <laughs> and you see, folks, this is why I'm glad these guys we call because they know how to, to say it in in ways that I don't dare. I mean, I would. But we get tired of watching. We get tired of watching you scratch your balls and crying. Yeah. That's <laughs> Thanks a lot, Boyd. <laughs> you make it sound like like I'm Tarzan, and the loincloth has has is making me itch. Yuck, yuck, you, yuck, yuck. Very funny, bitch. You 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 scratch and I itch. Yeah. You ain't but, gonna uh, see me scratching no poison ivy. <laughs> 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 I'm trying very hard to be very careful these days. Trust me, very careful, uh, a lot careful. I see poison ivy and I walk the other way. It's like, see you, motherfucker. Gonna go this way now. Anyway, uh, my thanks to Boyd and Gunslinger and Mike for being here. Ron Reck was in the chat room for a time, but he took, he blazed a trail. Uh, so did Billy just now, and of course uh, Iggy Mom. Always a pleasure to see you, sweetheart. It's always a pleasure. I, I, one of these days, I would love to have Iggy Mom call in and share her thoughts on this broadcast. I really would because you know she she's she's something else. She is a really great person uh, to talk with as well, and we don't we do not hear from her that often. And when she does call in, it's a it's a real treat. 
So hopefully, no Iggy Mom, you're church, listening. You're in New York State. You know how it is, and especially it's worse for her up there, upstate. Governor Cuomo limits the amount of time that upstate people can use like telephones and things like that. You can't. She can't call in like she used to. Those days are done. They're forbidden. Albany has midgets. They send midget teams out now, and if you're on the phone, they come knocking on your door. They look in the windows and everything. It's scary shit. Yeah, and, and you know what? You know what they do, Mike? When they, they when they get sent they out eat, like that, they, they, they go. Iggy Mom, the one to scratch Hmm? <laughs> Was that Boyd? I, I said Iggy, Iggy, Iggy Mom, Mom's even smart enough not to scratch poison ivy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we miss Iggy Mom on here. Where is she? How come she's not on here? I know. Iggy, I, I, I hope you're listening, and I hope you you know that we love you, dear, and we, 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 it, would be, it would be really nice to have you on at least once in a blue moon. So you get the opportunity. If you find the, the chance to do it, please do join us on the air. It would yep. be really great to have you. you. know, but sad to say, but true, the time here, guys. So, you know, again, I want to thank everybody for being here, and uh, be sure to tune in tomorrow night. Come early when the sh- after the show gets started because – this way, we have plenty of time to, to to talk about things and laugh and joke and have a and have a great time at, 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 as well. And because it's the Wednesday night edition, the day before Thanksgiving, and since I will not be doing a show on Thanksgiving during the course of the broadcast, I'm going to ask all the people to call in to share some of some of the things that they're thankful for. Okay, so be sure to tune in for the night before Thanksgiving broadcast right here on Firefox News Online. Boyd, Gunslinger, Mike, Iggy Mom, and everybody that's been here tonight, thank you for being here. It is always a pleasure. And, of course, for the comments I've made, that's the way it is from my perspective. I'm George Sinzer. Thank you for tuning in. And as always, y'all be good. And if you can't be good, be careful. Don't do what I did with Poison Ivy, by the way. And if you can't be careful, please, for the love of God, do not name it after me. That's all I George, ask. George, yes, Mike. Don't don't pick your nose with the poison ivy thing. Just don't 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 do it. turn on to the Because then it swells up and people stare at you and kids are pointing in up on YouTube. Don't do that. It happened to me once. Just it, yeah, try not to pick. Yeah, all right. Anyway, I try not to sit here and and and, and pick my nose. I, oh, so, sorry, folks. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. <laughs> Didn't need to stick my finger up my nose. That's terrible. I know it's a terrible habit, but you know, and when yeah. you got it, got it, itch, you got a scratch. Okay, so there. <laughs> anyway, all right. And on that okay. note, gentlemen, thanks a lot. We'll talk to you on the Wednesday night edition. All right, talk to you later. Gets me laughing. That's good. Good night, guys. Good night, Ivy. Thank you for tuning in to Firefox News Online. Firefox News Online is a production of Firefox News Online Productions. Any rebroadcast, transcript, either in whole or in part, without the express written permission of Firefox News Online Productions and its owner, is expressly forbidden. Copyright 2019, all rights reserved. If you have any comments you'd like to share, we'd like to hear from you. 
Write to comments at firefoxnewsonline.com. That's comments at firefoxnewsonline.com. And if you have any stories or topic ideas you'd like to send our way, you can send them to WeReport at firefoxnewsonline.com. That's WeReport at firefoxnewsonline.com. Firefox News Online airs Monday through Thursday at 11 p.m. Eastern, 10 Central, and 8 Pacific Time on multiple broadcast platforms. Go to Facebook.com slash FFNOP. That's Facebook.com slash FFNOP. Or you can go to Facebook.com slash Firefox News Online Journalist. That's Facebook.com slash Firefox News Online Journalist, where you will find the links to all the live broadcasts. Thank you for tuning in. We'll catch you on the next edition of Firefox News Online. Fair, balanced, and always responsible.